Oh, let's rage. What do you say? I'm so ready. Hmm. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Oh, welcome to 2024. It's episode 110. 110. <laughs> 110. Oh, next, that means next week is the lucky 111. There you go. Yeah. And, and this week, this wasn't that the old style electrical service, 110? I think, I think was. The, yeah. Yes, yes. So there, we're electric today, baby. Yeah. We will be electrifying the bitstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We survived Christmas. How was it for you, my friend? Uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day was great. And then two days later, I had COVID. So there you go. Holy shit. <laughs> Say it isn't so. God damn. Yeah. Was it, it, a, was it a rough bout or just a little smack in the cheek or about five days of doing nothing but sleeping otherwise it wasn't uh jeez wow it it wasn't bad otherwise except for being very congested there were no other uh yeah you know besides knowing you have a fever you can just sucks i know you feel hot and then you're tired and well you know me first things first let's assign let's assign blame who gave that to you darren so we can point the finger and castigate them my parents no doubt (laughs) (laughs) no doubt about it so one of them one of them was radioactive and they coughed on you what what happened my dad was already starting to cough they just figured it was he had emptied out the uh vacuum cleaner and the thing kind of blew up so they thought it was just a little bit of dust but Then they got a phone call after Christmas that because they had a doctor appointment the week before on Friday. And it turns out the whole office ended up being radioactive, as you would say. And uh, so we pretty much trace it back to there. Nobody from the night before, nobody from Christmas Eve from the wife's side of the family got sick. So there's no doubt it came from. Yeah. The people we saw on Christmas Day, and that would seem to be ground zero. I had it. Uh, my dad had the cough, otherwise not too bad. My mom had it very similar to me, and uh, none of us have had boosters, obviously, for me. For them, the doctor would have recommended it. They just never got around to it. and. Yeah. The last time when I had COVID, my mom had it at the same time. And for everybody, it's like, oh, COVID doesn't exist. It's like there's a virus out there. Sure. But now, somebody, is it your wife that never gets it or somebody yes. in your clan? Okay. And again, she's got nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Although she's had her uh, sinus infection at the same time. And I don't remember. I'm almost thinking, although I can't guarantee that she might have had a sinus infection the last time that i had it but she never goes through the really tired doesn't go through any of the fever stuff yeah the last time where i believe we got it at a uh, 
going out for breakfast, at least kind of when you try to dial this stuff back, but it's impossible to know that I had it worse than my mom the last time. She just kind of had the sniffles, but of course, then she was totally vaxxed up. So again, for some people, (laughs) maybe it helps a little, you know, because she just the last time had the sniffles where this time it kind of knocked her out. But with that said, it's like the flu. My parents are in their 80s. They had it. They didn't die. They didn't go to the hospital. They were never in distress. It, it's getting the flu. Right. More or less. Mm-hmm. So it's like that becomes the question. We have a clip about all this kind of stuff when uh, we'll get to that in a minute with Bill Maher arguing with uh, the guy. Oh, McFarlane. McFarlane? Uh-huh. <laughs> I said my piece about that on the, on the tw- on, excuse me, not Twitter X. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was very, it was just a very, uh, interesting clip and the fact that it was just breaking down from so many different angles yeah it was like two guys that were professional allegedly having a conversation and you were like oh you guys are horrible at this well yes and i thought mar um didn't stand his ground as well as i expected and really the capper would have been excerpts from the brett weinstein interview with tucker which dropped a few days ago and uh, did you see that or i have not yet Oh, wow. Uh, this this guy is, uh, you know, from what I understand, I'd never heard of him until this point, but uh, apparently he's he's kind of a progressive lefty, but holy shit, he is a, uh, a biologist, and he kind of ran down this whole thing from, from start to finish in the course of an hour. Very articulate dude. I mean, really, he almost, he almost made truck, Tucker sound like Joey. This guy really, you know, he had a command of the language for sure. And he took it from, you know, the very beginning with uh, you know, all the nonsense with Pfizer and stuff. And then what he, the capper was, apparently there's this, uh, there's the WHO and, uh, you know, Adam's buddy, uh, Tedros, <laughs> are, are concocting. Uh, he, he put it as they're sort of, they're reloading for a rematch. And this time when there's a germ out there, maybe it's climate change. They're going to be damn sure that the uh, the No Agenda boys and the Rogans and the Darrens and the Larrys are fucking silenced because they realized that they, they thought they had a lock on it because they owned all the networks, which is right. true. They, and they didn't put in, they didn't, you know, really uh, figure on, on the, the, the influence of podcasts, which kind of upended their narrative. So it's fascinating stuff. Anyway. Well, yeah, the influence I'll... of the networks is dying quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When mm-hmm. people go to TikTok for their information, you can't really control that because there's way too many sources coming in. Yeah. I mean, you can try, but yeah. you're probably not going to be able to control that. No. Well, they're going to give it a hell of a shot. It's the same reason they're going after Trump. They thought if they could just control the whole narrative that there's no way anybody would want to vote for the guy. But then. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like, wait, now we need to get him off the ballot. We must save democracy by killing democracy. Exactly. It is the yeah. weirdest thing because it's like you're admitting that you believe, because if you didn't believe the guy was going to win, then you wouldn't worry about taking him off the ballot. Because you'd be like, well, he's such First a time. horrible racist. There's no way a majority of the states would vote for him. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you're getting. You're getting, we better take him off the ballot because if he wins, we're fucked it's like you realize how non-democratic that is and i know we don't have a democracy we have a democratic republic Mm. but for the people that even believe that we have a democracy it's like do you not realize how undemocratic it is 
if you believe that everybody should be able to vote for what goes for the majority, then you're taking somebody off the ballot because you don't think that he should be allowed to even be a part of this. It's like, but that means, you know, that a majority of the people are probably going to vote for him and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We must save democracy by killing democracy. It's the way the leftists enjoy it. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, look at, um, let's see. The the words mean nothing, really. They don't anymore. And if you think about it, think about what uh, you know. Soviet Russia was the Soviet Socialist uh, the, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Okay, so they they got the R word in there. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I don't know. Not really. You've got the fucking PRC People's. Uh, uh, what is it? The, what are they? Republic of China, China right? Republic. The Republic of China. 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 <laughs> China. China and uh, just about every every fucking totalitarian uh, regime around the globe finds a way to shoehorn the word d- democracy or republic into their phony fucking title. So it's it's all meaningless, really, at this point. That's true. And the news coverage is meaningless because they will just flat out lie. Yes, they will give you untruths and swear that it's the truth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, the biggest news since we've. Uh, but on the air and what a christmas episode i just want to say once again for uh, dame jennifer yes. who brought some hacking uh, rage mm-hmm. that was beautiful as was dame slamy yes the ladies they just uh, they carried the day hosannas and hat tips and uh, deep uh, bows of appreciation they absolutely know how to rage mm-hmm. but i was uh, watching the uh the year-end wrap-up over on the that channel podcastage where our buddy Bandrew, ah. he does all of his microphone reviews and all of that. Yeah. And yeah, he was doing a wrap-up of his favorite things of 2023. Talked about like his favorite movies, his favorite YouTubers, and he talked about his favorite podcasts. Uh-oh. No Agenda came in at number three. Uh-oh. But uh, number two... Number two was interesting. Really? Number two is planetrage.show. That's a URL, www.planetrage.show. This is another political show. I would say this is more political than No Agenda. No, I mean, see, right there, I don't know. I take I take umbrage there. More political than No Agenda? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going I'm to say he's sort of partly correct um, because... Here's the thing is, here's, here's the thing, as Joey would say, here's the thing. No joke. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> My word is a Biden. Um, I would say content-wise, you are correct, Aaron. It is, it is more po- political, yes. However, however, on our side of the fence, of the, of the microphone, rather, ours, our treatment of the political situation is far, far more gloves off than True. John and, uh, and Adam. So that may be influencing, influencing his, uh, his choice. And they do actually lean in a certain direction. So if you don't lean in that direction, chances are you'll hate it. But I find it very cathartic hearing them scream about how stupid everything is. <laughs> how stupid the coverage is. How stupid some of these political commentators are. It is just, it's a good release Because it's nothing I would ever do. I was taught growing up, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. 
they didn't get that lesson. <laughs> I didn't. I cut. I cut school that day. I was at. I was cut. I was at the racetrack. <laughs> he's he's dead right. That's so very very true. Very true. It's like if you can't say yeah. what you mean, no, you have to oh, say yeah. it. I have to say it loudly. If you don't say it, right? That's the only way to go. Hell yeah. Mm. Lesson. <laughs> and because they didn't get that lesson, we benefit. And the number one for. <laughs> I bet they'll love that. Yeah, we did. We I did. did we did. I love it. Thank you, Bandrew. Yes, sir. And his number one podcast was a watch podcast. So, I mean, oh, he's a big watch guy. Yeah, I saw his episode about his his Rolex and my jaw dropped. I mean, it absolutely fucking hit the floor when I discovered. I always do. You know, when I listen to you, listen to Bandrew. I always learn tons of shit. And um, it, it, it's, do you know that to have one of those things sort of cleaned and adjusted, which has to be done every, I don't know, like three to five years or something, it's a pretty, a pretty close interval, is over two grand. Wow, just to keep it working the way yeah. it should. Imagine that you, you, you blow on, what are they, 10, 15, 20 grand a copy, depending, right? I mean, that's sure, not even in Maybe the gold more, yeah. goals. Probably more, and you got to wait a fucking year or two to get one, and then you got to have it. I mean, holy shit. Wow. So. That's why it's better yeah. to have the Chinese knockoffs. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, I, actually, I'm with the Swiss, Swiss stuff. I like uh, which Rolex, of course, is. But uh, the I've, you know the Chinese knockoffs, the Japanese stuff is great, like Seikos and stuff. That's really, really. In fact, you want something that's absolutely bulletproof and you know accurate, like the atomic clock. Their stuff will pretty much do it. But yeah, but it is not cheap. It ain't cheap. No. It's definitely something you put on your Christmas list. Like, oh, I want this I quarter yeah. of a. Well, I mean, I know that there have been news stories like when Michael Jordan's at the races and they're like, when he was wearing a watch that was worth seventy nine thousand dollars, and it's like, whoa, oh, yeah, oh yeah, and and so the collectibles too. I remember reading a couple of years ago, somebody paid it was either two point one or two point five million for paul newman's uh very dinged up scratched up inaccurate rolex because well it was worn by paul newman so there which would make sense i guess yeah yeah when they do all this weird stuff now where they match the items that which is the hardest thing to do in collectibles is in now with photoshop and everything else i would still be completely paranoid but a lot of the way they verify these things are i mean you could say well this is a game worn michael jordan jersey mm. but if you want to say this was a game worn michael jordan jersey that he wore specifically in this game you need to be able to somehow photo match that so there has to be something on the jersey there has to be some yeah. imperfection that you can point to and be like oh you see this stray string hanging right here or a sweat stain how about a nice big sweat stain right that, yeah it's, it's like the ultimate Rorschach test. It's there like, what does is, what is this sweat stain look like to you? <laughs> it looks like money. <laughs> uh -huh, it looks like a million dollars. That's what it looks like. Uh, if you can learn how to sign Michael Jordan. I was watching a YouTube video the other day. A couple of guys do nothing but cover the ticket market, the ticket stub market, which is something that's just still coming up when it comes to the sports stuff and some of these grading companies are getting in on it and they're talking about how much getting signatures on some of them raised the value to the point where with Michael Jordan for one of his college games, they're like, well, you could buy the ticket stub, let's just say for 
5,000 bucks and, you know, a Jordan signature is worth 5,000, whatever it is. But you put the two together for some reason and it sells for $30,000 at auction. Things that just don't even make any sense. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. If you're like something that was owned by somebody that's the ultimate collectible in a world where, you know, if you collect Beatles stuff, it's like, well, there's millions of Beatles records. You know, I get it. If you collect Elvis Presley, there's millions of Elvis. Now, if you can get something that's like, hey, this was Elvis's toothbrush. Well, that's there's less of those out there in the market. Oh, true. Years ago, when I first moved to L.A., I had a girlfriend who worked for a very prestigious auction house. And um, she knew my tastes and she would like call me up when she, she when they got a shipment of something really cool. And so one day I'm in my office and she says, you got to get down here today. I said, really? She says, yes. We just got a shipment from Elvis. Ooh. Yeah. So I, I wore his cape. <laughs> all, his, all his clothing fit me perfect. It must have been Elvis from the, you know, the early years. Right. I wasn't going to be like, what was this, 1976 <laughs> yeah. Elvis? No, 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 this, yeah, yeah, right. This, right. This would have been 76. Or no, this would have been like, you know, probably like 68 Elvis. Right. Because I was, you know, as much slimmer than that. Uh, his, his, I tried a couple of his watches on, I mean, holy shit. It was, it was, it was a kick. It really was. Yeah. So I can say that I've worn some of Elvis's clothing. Yeah. The king of rock and roll. Now a lot of king people of will be like, roll. who, who's Elvis? <laughs> oh, that day will come, uh-huh. which is why, which is why Priscilla was so wise to sell the estate for a hundred million when she did, because, you know, in another generation or two, he'll be as fucking vague as, as Rudy Valley, I believe, you know? Yeah. The, the, well, nobody's teaching history to begin with. So if we're not going to teach any kind of history, do you really think people are going to care about some guy that did music, you know, a hundred years ago, we're being taught not to worry about the people that started the country. Yes. And then after shit hits the fan, you know, there's global pestilence and those four horsemen ride around and take a shit on everybody. Well, you know, come on, all that's going to go away. The Michael, Michael Jordan crap, people will be using it for Tinder to light their, you know, campfires. Yeah, that's where it's going. (laughs) Yeah, everything's going down. And I mean, part of the reason is because even people that normally agree with each other are getting harder and harder to have conversations. I mean, we may as well jump into the Bill Maher thing since we already mentioned it. Oh, okay. But I just thought this thing was such a mess of an interview because neither one had much to back up what they were saying. And it's like, well, this is the problem. Nobody has any proof about anything. Right. And anybody can say, well, you know, did this happen? Well, no, I can't prove it. I mean, we all think a lot of certain things went along, but I just thought this was a bizarre. This to me sounded like a really bad podcast with people that didn't know what they were doing. And the fact that it was coming from two guys that are so professional otherwise. I just, well, I would, there was like a weird. I expected more from Mar because that is, I mean, come on, the guy is, a, you know, he's a, a long, long uh, career doing what he does. Right. McFarlane, McFarlane makes fucking cartoons, you know, and um, I, 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 don't, I don't know his oeuvre, um, but the, the little, the, you know, the nanoseconds of family guy I ever saw, I immediately flipped away. I found it unfunny and unwatchable. So I, think, I guess that's his most famous offering. Right? Yeah, and he sings. Guy. He does big band stuff. He, he sings? Yes, and he sings fairly really? well. He has, he, really? Yes, it's very weird. Okay. All right. In the very old-timey, you know, 
big band kind of way, mm. which I thought was kind of bizarre. But I mean, he does okay. a lot of the voices. So, I mean, I guess, uh, all right, that, that is one of his talents there. But we can uh, stop this at any time because yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a little bit of insanity. This country did not allow for um, uh, natural immunity to be well, considered. And I know well, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. That's not a false. That's a true statement. Yes. Right. They were like, well, in no, fact, no. Fauci stated many, many times that the Pfizer vaccine was better than natural immunity. Yes, he did. A subject <laughs> dear to your heart. Yes. Like, even if you had the disease, you still had to get a vaccine. That's powerful, stupid. They don't do that in Europe. I think they do that here. There's mandatory vaccination and grade in schools. Right, but if you already, but if you already had the disease, you have natural immunity. We didn't see that. Was we a, didn't, that, that we was, didn't seem that to was, believe in that. That was here. debunked, though. I mean, that was that, that's I mean, not debunked. I, don't no. you know people have had COVID four or five times? I do. So that was debunked. I mean, a couple of things. One, you're talking about a very specific case here, and McFarland immediately goes to, "Well, we vaccinate for other things." Hmm. Like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Right. You know, absolutely zero. Okay. And then the, yes. well, it was debunked. Of course, you know, people that have had COVID multiple times. Yeah, just it's like the flu. Yeah. People have had COVID multiple times who were boosted, you know, to their eyeballs. Yes. And who also uh, um, didn't, did have, did have a, a bout with it themselves and it were reinfected. So <laughs> obviously it's the fucking virus that cannot be stopped. <laughs> uh-huh. Really, you know. That's not natural immunity. There's no immunity there. You've had COVID five times. Probably because you had too many vaccines. I didn't have COVID. (laughs) See, now I'm like, this is starting. I mean, I like it. I like it too. (laughs) You know, but it's like, okay, we don't have any proof of that. Now, again, this is something that anecdotally we can believe. That's like, well, I know somebody that was boosted 14 times and, and still got it. Yeah, but then they sure. go back to the other one, and it, you know they they'll talk about the flu here in a second. Well, I've never had a flu shot, and I never got the flu. Well, I always get the flu shot, and I get the flu. It's like, or I don't get the sure. flu. It's like, well, what does any of this mean? It's a horrible yeah, argument. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> that the vaccine gave you COVID. Uh, well, that's certainly nothing unscientific about the fact that the vaccine, which does weaken you in order to strengthen you, says do all vaccines exactly. Yeah. But while you're in a weakened state, yes. Well, stop, stop. That's not true. All, do, all vaccines do not do that. I mean, theoretically, they do it, but they don't knock you. They don't make you sick. I mean, I get a shitload of vaccines when I was a kid, like everybody does. I don't ever remember feeling ill after any of them, not one. So, so you know, chalk one for, for Mar there. Right. There's always that warning. Well, you might feel a little headachey or something yeah, for did. a day. No. And again, it's because it's kicking in your immune system to do something. Right. Which, again, it's like, well, if this is going to simulate that you just broke your leg, even though you didn't break your leg, well, maybe your leg might hurt a little because your body's going, well, wait, this seems like I should be doing this Mm -hmm. medicine. It's the beauty of medicine. (laughs) That's why so many people like me got it, did not have it while the thing was raging and I was taking zero precautions because I was never that afraid of it. But that's anecdotal. Like, I've okay. had yeah, every exactly. booster oh, there is uh, to anecdotal have, that, yeah. And I have never had COVID. I get a flu shot once a year. I haven't had the flu in 20 years. Right. Well, I haven't eaten. I don't get a flu shot. It's like, okay, so where is this argument yeah. going? Really? Yeah. It's like you're all, these guys are all over the place. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, so th- this is all anecdotal, right. but but right, but, but you know the difference between anecdotal and and statistical. I do, and and, and statistically, you still have a ninety percent better chance of not being hospitalized, not dying if you're vaccinated. Okay. Not true. Well, stop. Stop. Be- not true. Totally not true. Counterfactual bullshit. Nope. Pull that out of his ass. No. Yeah. There's again no proof to any. No proof. No proof whatsoever no. of this. Yes. That's assuming all people are alike, and that is one of the giant fallacies in your way of thinking. We are not all alike. Yes, I would recommend and have recommended the COVID vaccine for the high-risk people. Like, if you're 90 or fat, get it. Absolutely. You need it. Some people don't. But you had... Djokovic didn't need it. But you had... Aaron Rodgers didn't need it. But you had something like 1,900 kids who died of COVID during the pandemic. No, I don't think that's right. How How many of them died from the vaccine? None. The, the New York and, ben, and that was like, OK, this is like glossing over so very quickly. This was probably the most disappointing part of this. Well, how many kids died from the vaccine? None. And they both agree on this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. It's not true. And it's not. And he has no idea. Again, let's get back to from COVID or with COVID 1900 kids. OK, that sounds inflated. It does. Yes. That's right. The New York- how many how many of them died from the vaccine? None. The, the New York and then and the, the thinking there is that, well, probably most kids are not going to die from covid. So why bother with the vaccine? Because it's only going to be a few hundred kids, right? I don't know how many kids died. Um, that seems very high this, to me. This, I, yes, I don't know what, it very does. But it's like high. this is why you can't have really a debate without no. the. And I would say real, but where then you're going to go, how do we define what's real? Mm-hmm. numbers as we learned from the numbers that were originally being spit out minute by minute while covid began mm-hmm. we've learned since that those were inflated by numbers that are like possibly 70 80 90 percent yes it's like that is not accurate in the least no not accurate in the least and again the argument here i'm still not too sure I mean, I'm guessing from what I gl- I'm gleaning from this that McFarland still thinks that everybody should be forced to get a vaccination. Would, yeah, I'd, I'd make that assumption too. He was pretty vehement about this. Yeah. Well, Mar is on the other side that's like, well, I don't think I need it. Right. And from personal experience, being, you know, 50 years old and uh, having a heart condition and probably could lose uh, a few pounds and be a little bit healthier didn't knock me on my ass or kill me. My parents who are in their 80s got it, didn't kill them. So it's like, why are you forcing people to get a vaccine for something that is now more or less the flu? The more interesting question to me would be if you can get accurate numbers on who is now dying, literally dying from COVID, from having COVID, where are those numbers today? Who are those people? Because I'm sure there's a few because that happened with the flu. I guess, yeah. But who are those people and why when I have 80, you know, mid 80 year old parents who were definitely in that more you know, susceptible group with health issues. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it didn't have any massive effect on them. So why, again, are you worried about the the vaccines? It does seem like there's a, another shoe waiting to drop. 
It does, which is again why I couldn't uh, encourage people strongly enough to have a have a look at this uh, Brett Weinstein uh, sit down with uh, Tucker. It really was eye popping, very interesting. Yeah, we'll check that out. Yeah, at one point the New York Times grossly talking about misinformation. They had to apologize. They got it completely wrong. She reported something like nine hundred thousand children have been hospitalized, and it was like sixty three thousand. So maybe those facts should be Paper, Papers can get it wrong, and they print retractions, and, also, and you know the, this. But also, wait, wait, yeah. When's the last time you saw a paper <laughs> print a retraction, Larry? Yeah, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's living in the 1950s still, where the newspapers, if they got something wrong. Well, that's why he's singing big band shit. Uh-huh. He's living in a different <laughs> world, man. He's living in a different time. <laughs> With COVID or from COVID? Did 1,900 children die with COVID? Yes, it's a whole different story. Okay, but take 7 million people worldwide. 7 million people worldwide who died from COVID. Like, if, if even just a fraction of that is, and, and it's probably a larger fraction who died of COVID than who died with COVID. Even, if even just a fraction of that is, that's still a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of fucking people. No, it's yes, not. Man. In comparison to flu rates, it's not at all, McFarland. You're fucking wrong. Well, because they have no idea. Right. About the flu rates and what's None. gone on before. None. No. Or the fact, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the flu that still circulates today has origins in the the big plague from 18 whatever. And the Spanish flu from the I think so. Another one. Yeah, Spanish flu. That was, I think, 1918, was it? Was yeah. it 1918? I was going by. I think it was just, it was just, yeah, I think it was just, just around World War One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's we still have that. Yes. It's still going around. It's like that. Sure it is. Sure it is. Yeah. It's like, come on. But I mean, this is, mm-hmm. a, it continues to break down with the two of these guys. This goes on for like another three and a half minutes where they don't get anywhere. Well, there's one more. Let it run a little bit longer because there's one more thing that that McFarland said that is it, it, where his head is so far up his ass, or I should say, the Kool Aid is so far <laughs> down his throat. Um, it's mind it's mind blowing what he, what he says. He says something that's really really stupid. But what? <laughs> okay, that's, but that's, some, but that's some people, seven million people, things are, and you cannot prevent that. You, you can though. I mean, you 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 can prevent at what cost? But is what's the, the yes, cost of yes, getting a vaccine? What what's why is why what's well the, the fact that you the don't downside? the fact that you don't even have a clue? <laughs> right. What's the downside? Ask Damara, what's his name, and how many how many other fucking toes up soccer players and athletes in the prime of their careers who went tits up on the field? Ask them. And this is the I mean, Bill Maher. This is the closest I've ever seen him to just be like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah. Yeah. Yes, cost of yes. getting a vaccine what what why is why what's well the, the fact that you don't the, the fact that you don't even have a clue what's the cost of getting a vaccine that oh, you don't know the that? answer to that <laughs> no you're 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 you you completely want to shut your eyes to the fact that there are repercussions to all medical interventions inclu- including a vaccine all vaccines they come they say side effects just like every medication does sure. you can see it in the literature they can't write it on the back you know on the vaccine so you have to dig them and and of course there is a vaccine court because so many people have been injured this is not a screed to say don't do vaccines i'm not against doing vaccines i'm against doing vaccines that i don't think i need i should be able to decide that for myself inside my my body uh 
but yes, there are there are but pathogens don't you, don't that you think that would the, come along that I would fight you for? But don't you think to that, get but the that, vaccine? Okay, but that's a good point to get the vaccine. And and you bring me to my next point. Don't don't you think that the the vitriol and the 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 just the the aggression towards the the the, the uh, that the anti vaccination movement. Um, the way it souped itself up during all this, that the next time there is a pandemic, our public health system oh, is so weakened. Yes, it's exactly. So weakened. Because, of the, because of them and their fucking misinformation that made people skeptical. The fact yes, that everybody yes, came out yes. and said, if you get the... I mean, absolutely right there. Mars 100% right. They fucking shot their own dicks off. Absolutely. Because they lied. They fucking lied and they get caught in it. Right, because they're like, well, we have to say something. Yeah. And if they had never thing. said, yeah, if they hadn't said 100% safe and effective, if Joey and, and Burl and all these bastards hadn't said, oh, you got this, you're bulletproof, you're not going to get it, people wouldn't feel this way. But they fucking lied and they knew they were lying and fuck them. Yeah, a lot of it, you know, even if you subscribe down to the theory that, well, if you said you didn't know and that would cause further panic, even beyond that, they refused to pivot even when the information started showing yes. itself. Yes. Which that's why people are like, well, I'm not going to trust you. It's just like that CNN report during the George Floyd riots where they're like, everything is uh, peaceful and nice here. <laughs> Mostly and, peaceful. Uh -huh, <laughs> and there's this fires <laughs> blazing behind them. Yeah. Dead cops and fires. And yeah, sure. And you're like, Hey, turn around. Right. That's why people don't trust them. It's, you know, I, I get, if you're the leader of a group of people and you're trying to keep calm, the most terrifying thing to say is, I don't know. Yeah. Are we all going to die? I don't know. You know yes. No, I, I do know. We, yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we're, <laughs> I we're can all say fucked. that emphatically. We're all, everybody, everybody going to die. <laughs> I want to yep. live in Larry land. That would be the best. <laughs> Eventually. Yes. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get it, but it is. Yeah, this is uh, this is two guys weirdly having arguments and not getting anywhere. And Mara is yeah. making some good points. McFarland is just out of his mind. Do we get to the part or is there well, not yet? There's, there's, is, is there any left on the clip? Yeah, there's still a little bit here. Let's see what all we right, got. All right, let, let's see. We got it. The vaccine, you, you, you cannot get the disease. And then, of course, that was wrong. And, you, and if you get the vaccine, you can't transmit it. But and they were learning right alongside I understand. Us. I understand. They're, not, they're not, they're, I, you just said yourself, doctors are often wrong. They right. are, especially when okay. they're researching and, a brand and not, new disease. And I am not blaming them for it. I'm just saying that's why there shouldn't be the science. There's no <laughs> the in science. Right. That's what you want. You want just to be the, no, the, the one no, true no, no, opinion. No, 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 no. That's not true well, at all. Well, it is. No, the strength and of you science. Don't want it, you don't know the strength of science is that it has the capacity to evolve but and just acknowledge that some that vaccines affect have ill effects on some people i i they do of again course anecdotally do. But statistically it's here and it's here it's like it's it's people how many seven million people died of COVID? how many yes. people died from the vaccine probably well, okay probably a few but but i don't know what the if, number if, is but i know it's we not seven million if we were more judicious about who needed it versus who it might hurt which would not be the blanket policy of just everybody, one size fits all, then perhaps we could take down the damages from the vaccine that happened. But then why vaccinate for anything? And why, then take down the... Why vaccinate for, for measles? Why not? Why, why vaccinate for mumps or rubella, pertussis? Why, why vaccinate for any of those things? Because somebody... Stop, stop, stop. You know, 
I I never got the I got the measles. I got the mumps. It was kind of a, a yawn, a non-event, and so did every other kid. At my, they didn't have vaccines for that shit when I was that age. Here yeah, I am. They added yeah. it in, and uh, yeah, yeah. Suddenly became you know a, a deadly. It was never considered deadly. In fact, I can remember some parents would actually expose their own children right to, to kids with measles, measles, mumps, and chicken pox just to get them over the fucking thing. So it wouldn't come as a surprise, you know, when they're on vacation or something. Right. That's the way people, seriously. Right. And, and, su- and suddenly, somehow, somehow, it became this dreaded fucking thing that you better get vaccinated for. It's bullshit. Well, yeah. It's pharma bullshit. Rather than using your immune system. Yes. That can't be, you know, well, that's free. So you can't, you can't have that. You can't you use can't your immune that. system. That's don't do free. That. Right. Don't do that. It's Seth and McFarland it's, and, and uh, yeah. Bill Maher here. So is that, is there any more McFarland? There's like 30 done. seconds. Let's see. Oh, give me, maybe, maybe it's in this 30 second. Cause I'll, I'll repeat it for, if not by the vaccine. I mean, what, why, why do those vaccines, because COVID is newer. I, well, COVID is newer. It, it is, it, yes. It's new, but is that the only reason? I mean, no. this, this was by the time well, you got the vaccine. I don't know if you had it, but by the time I got the vaccine, this was the most tested vaccine in the history of vaccination. Yes. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Fuck you, McFarland. Absolute fucking bullshit. I mean, talk about an in your face fucking lie. Wow. Can, can you? Yeah. The most tested vaccine in history. Bull, it was shotgun through the system in like eight, nine months. The fucking cycle of testing for every other one was five, seven, sometimes 10 years. The most tested vaccine. in each shit, McFarlane. And this, again, is how you know somebody's lying. Yes. They have zero. Zero. Well, no, it's the most tested. It's like, well, yeah. how it was brand yeah. new. By the time he got it, it was the most tested vaccine in the history of vaccines. You know, even the vaccines that have been around for decades, this has been tested more than those. Like how that that physically does not. It just doesn't work. My brain hurts. Doesn't it? I know. How anybody can make it. Somebody talked about that. Some shit. I can't remember who the hell it was. But he said, some big time podcaster came and he said, so what did the, did, did the CDC and Pfizer have a fucking time machine where they went five years ahead of the future and said, oh yeah, it's, it's perfectly safe. Get the fuck out of here. It's absolutely ludicrous. That claim. It certainly does not hold up. No, it does not make any sense. And it is a math equation. I will give McFarland that. But we don't have enough data, even now, to know where that fits. To be like, well, you know, we're basically going, you know, one hundredth of a percentile of people are going to have horrible effects and maybe will die. But it's going to protect, you know, 60 percent of the people. And, you know, we, you know, we just we just won't know until two, three, four, five years down down the road, you know, what the long term effects are. That's why they usually hold them back for five or seven years until they do. Right. See what happens. See what happens. See if anything weird starts going on with the people in those control groups. Yeah. You never know what you're being exposed to. That's why places like uh, even where 9-11 happened, all the people that were working around there who inhaled really bad shit. Yeah. There's a reason why the cancers have spread from there. There's sure. Sure. So many things you don't know a little bit of something getting into your system today could have that effect in 10 years that could be what kills you yes no we want we want to just ignore all that 
Yep. It's perfectly fine. The most tested <laughs> vaccine in the history of all <laughs> vaccines. Yeah. And then he went on to follow that by saying he's a, he's received every boost, every jab and booster available. So, so McFarland's a human pincushion. <laughs> and he claims that he's never gotten COVID. Is that what he said? I, I mean, he didn't say that. You know, I, I don't, and I don't, when I watched, I don't recall him saying whether he got it or not. I, I, interesting, right? That he didn't mention that. Yeah. And I mean, again, to understand the way that immunity works for different diseases, it is a different thing. Like you said, with chicken pox, for some reason, it seems like if you've had chicken pox, even a decade later, you're pretty much okay. I mean, it sticks in sure. your system a lot longer. Yeah. With things like the flu, it's a lot shorter of a duration. I don't know why I'm not a doctor. I don't know what stays yeah. in your system and what doesn't. But, yeah. you know, again, I trust the doctor that I have, even with my parents now, who, again, they would normally suggest that they get the booster. Now that they had COVID, the doctor knows they had COVID. They tested positive, at least for COVID is like, yeah, you go at least six months before you get a, any other shots sure. or anything. Well, you know, I, as you know, I don't, I never watch TV anymore. But I do uh, when I'm at the gym, which it was this morning on an elliptical, and there's three screens up there, and one is usually sports, and one is, uh, well, if, if it's telenovelas, if it's Spanish soap operas, I'm glued to that one. <laughs> and, and you know what? But usually it's, you know, it's some CBS shit. And <clears throat> I can't hear it because I'm listening to your show or the boys or whatever, you know, but I'm, I'm looking at every fucking ad on network television is Big Pharma. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's just saturation. They just completely rule it. And I saw one, um, wasn't this time, I guess it was a couple of days ago, for hawking pregnant women to get a vaccine for this RSV, which I think is like some garden variety cold that's been around forever. But of course, they have to attack a new name on it to terrorize people, you know? And, you know, I've got a couple of kids, went through the whole thing with my wife and the, and, and anybody will tell you a pregnant woman, their immune systems are so amped up. It's unbelievable. I mean, you could really, they could probably survive a nuclear blast. It's right. It's insane. It's really, nature, it's, baby. It's fucking nature at work. I mean, they are so it's, they are like bulletproof. And here's this, 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 this video of some, you know, 20 something woman you know, biting her nails and wringing her hands. And, and, the, and you can see the Chiron saying, you know, will you will you protect your unborn child? Do you care enough? <laughs> it's fuck. It's fucking sick. I mean, these people should be fucking drowned in the piss tank that, that write this shit. And then finally, you know, there's there's an infant in her arms. And now she's smiling and, you know, you're you're happy. You're safe. You got the vaccine for RSV. Fuck off, Pfizer. Oh, it's, it's fear. Really, they are. Huh? It's all fear porn. That's all. It it's is. all fear porn. These people are fucking criminals. Top of the line, Borla. I thought it was interesting with uh, just sitting around on the couch for a few days, not wanting to do much. I went on to uh, Hulu and started watching Impractical Jokers from the start, which is, if you've never seen it, it's basically four guys that went to high school together. This show has been going on now for like 12 years. It's a reality kind of show. Okay. But they do things like, uh, you know, try to one up, embarrass each other, go out into public. Oh, you got to dip your fries in somebody's uh, food at the food court without getting caught. You know, these kind of things. That sounds fun. Okay. All right. And so much of this stuff, my wife's like, you couldn't do most of this stuff 
now? Because there were things like, oh, for you to be able to get past this challenge, people had to breathe on you and you had to tell them the last thing they ate. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some of these things which are okay. You get into the slightly gross uh, category, yeah. but it's like now and, and th- what's happened just in the last five, 10 years. A lot of this stuff, it's like, oh, can you imagine the insurance for these television shows now to be like, really? Yeah. Like you want yeah. us to do what <laughs> you want people to actually breathe on us? Oh, my God. You're right. But it's like you look at how ridiculous it is what people have immediately changed from what was just kind of normal behavior to now you're afraid. Sure. I might be exposed. You know, if you think about it, uh, if the, if the, um, you know, if, if Rogan, Rogan wouldn't be anybody um, in by today's mores, right? I mean, his, he got famous by telling people to eat cockroaches and shit like that, right? What was that thing? To, oh, right. Some, Fear Factor. He was. Fear on. Factor. Yeah, you know, so I mean, that's that's done. That kid, that couldn't happen. So, well, and again, I mean, they would love to cancel him because he started oh, God, out yeah. with the Man oh, Show, yeah. well, with him yeah. and Corolla, who they'd love to cancel Corolla too. Sure, and that's where yeah. the other idiot started too. The guy on Kimmel, uh, Kimmel right? Yes. Yeah, it's funny I how different that. those three guys are. Uh, it is. It is interesting. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, no, we can't have that kind of that kind of humor. No, very sexist, very, very bad. It's fucked world, Darren. Uh huh. Well, because reality <laughs> is being denied. Yes, yes, it is at every turn. And that is the the scary part. It's like the kids are being taught things that just absolutely are not true. They want you to deny your overall biology. They want you to overall deny science. Mm-hmm. And they want you to live in this world where all of a sudden, oh, it's okay to say that you identify as a blue bunny. It's like, oh, oh no, that's fine. Although that's I'm, fine. I'm working on the, uh, the concept for the next random thoughts, possibly, mm-hmm. because Adam and uh, John over at No Agenda for a while have been talking about the fact that they think that Taylor Swift is an op. Yeah, I hear a lot of that from them. Yeah. But the latest was that the New York Times basically tried to out her as a lesbian. I saw that. And I wanted, I wanted to ask you about that. So tell us about that. I'm kind of curious as to all of the moving wheels that are going on here. And I think what it's coming down to is people want more and more and more, just like. When she gave a million dollars, Taylor Swift, that is, to the charities in Tennessee that benefited, you know, that helped people with the tornadoes, that it wasn't enough. Oh, no, she only she only gave a million dollars. Well, wow. she's been a strong proponent of the LGBTQ people. That's not enough. Now she has to be one of them. Yes, I think that is literally what it's getting sure. to is that it's not sure. enough. You've been dropping hints and it's like one, if she is, I don't care, but it's like, that's really uncool to out somebody. Yeah. It's like, I thought that was like one of the major things that, and it was a, from what I can tell a gay woman writing this piece that the New York times published. Mm. And it's like, I think um, if Taylor Swift is smart and I think she is a very smart businesswoman, So I know there's oh, yeah. a, a disconnect sometimes between social issues and other things. 
Well, that reminds me of an incident uh, many years ago um, when, I don't know if you call a Chevy Chase. I don't know whether he, whether he was on Saturday Night Live or something. He was somewhere, somewhere on television. And he said, well, you know, Cary Grant, well, everybody knows he's gay. I mean, he's told, you know, queer as a football bat or something like that. And Cary um, was, not, was not pleased about that. And so Carrie was very shortly thereafter on some other talk show, and the guy said to him, "So uh, Chevy says that you're uh, you're gay, you know? How do you feel about that?" And Carrie said, "I feel like suing." <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he did. He absolutely did. He did sue Chevy Chase, and there was a you know shit fight. I don't think there was any financial uh, settlement because they're both very wealthy, I guess. But I I, I think uh, uh, Chevy had to retract or apologize, whatever the fuck it was. I mean, he had to make nice after that, you know. But today, you know, if you said that, I mean, what's Taylor going to do if she if she says no, I'm not? She's going to piss off people. Go, what's wrong with that? Right? Right. You you don't want to deny that. Right. Because denying. is like oh what is it you think that's it'd be, bad that'd be homophobic right uh-huh. that, exactly yeah so it's a very it's it's a weird place to be in. yeah the very interesting thing for me though is that just like with carrie grant the possibility of suing because we know that in this world there's one thing that everybody can do and that's sue and i also know that the way this usually works is being able to show damages right meaning if the new york times writes an op-ed about me and totally ruins my podcasting career well then they probably owe me like 13 bucks <laughs> because that <laughs> you know right they, they owe me like thirteen thousand satoshis and then everything's great <laughs> yeah with taylor swift this could be a lawsuit bigger than the value of the newspaper oh, easily no question absolutely i doubt if that paper is still worth a billion dollars i'd be very very surprised if it is i think it's probably worth a fraction of that by this time so i mean jeff bezos he has the uh, wapo maybe taylor will get the new york times something else to add to the uh to to the big uh, ball of capitalistic gains that she has made over the yes the past decade but i think it's interesting because i think it is the left turning on itself is something that is worthy of watching just because of the fact that at this point in time, she has enough of a fan base and a rabid fan base. And I can't even try to explain how rabid the fan base is. Well, Rappaport did, didn't he? Yes. Well, this is it. And that's, that's the dude I was thinking of this morning. I'm like, you know, the New York Times girl did this. Uh, Rappaport was smart enough to be like, nope, don't want nothing to nope. do with the Swifties. I'm guessing that this woman that wrote the article is probably in a fetal position somewhere from all the death threats she's gotten. Probably is. Yeah, she's, out, she's buying uh, Kevlar pajamas, really. Yeah. It's like that is, it was an interesting <laughs> thing to do, but it's like, why turn on? Mm-hmm. the ally that you already have it's like if taylor swift were to wake up tomorrow as much as people dislike taylor swift if she were to wake up tomorrow and seriously tell her fan base hey vote for donald trump i think he wins as a shoe in i'm sure you're right yeah so it's like why would you and that's that was my thought there too is that she's gotten too big 
where she has too much power. All the people thought she was cute. Right. When, you know, even George Soros's company bought her catalog, the old catalog. Really? Yeah. He was one of that. He was the Soros group was one of them that now owns her music, which I also think is very interesting as far as these different sides. That is interesting. So let me ask you about speaking of lawsuits, the uh, the Kimmel Aaron Rodgers uh, kerfuffle. Right. Um, all, uh, all I was thinking when I first saw that was, hasn't Jimmy heard of the Streisand effect? I know. What do you, what do you think of that? Um, I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel is a, 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 an oddity. I don't know what he knows. I don't know. I mean, he likes to dish out a lot of the stuff. Yeah. And uh, when you're in the public eye, I mean, we learn a lot of people can say a lot of crazy stuff about Jim. Sure. And will. You know, and it's one of those things where the Epstein story is still one of the biggest nothing stories because nobody's got a black book. Everybody's treating these names that are coming out. Like it's the was it the New York City madam that got busted? Was it Heidi Fleiss? Well, there were a couple of them. First was Sidney Biddle Barrows, and uh, then there was Heidi Fleiss. I think Sidney was the New York. I think Heidi was an L.A. chick, and um, and Sidney was was New York's, and, and Sidney came first. Yeah, and they had the black books. So they had the client. Yes, list. they did. There was no client list for for Epstein, right? It was no. just white logs, right? So, but they keep calling it client list. Uh huh. What? Well, well that's what it. Mean? And it's everybody named in a deposition about Epstein. It's like, well, that is not anything. It's nothing. Yeah. I could put anybody on a list. I mean, that's the funny part about it. That just means anybody in the that went in and was deposed could have been like, well, yeah, there was this big party here. I think Jimmy Kimmel was there. Sure. That's enough. Your name's sure. on the list now. Yeah. You know, it's never coming off. I mean, it's like the photographs. I mean, that fucking guy was obviously a gadfly, a very influential clown in, in New York and financial circles, all kinds of circles everywhere. You know, it seems like everybody knew the fucking guy. And it, it seems like everybody in the world has a picture with him except you and me. Right. What does I that know. prove? We didn't you have know, any at- fun. That's what it proves. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't take any plane rides, no. you know, but I mean, people all the time and people are taking pictures with people constantly. It doesn't mean that your buddies with them or know them. I mean, shit, right. It's ridiculous. They have events all over the place now, especially yeah. in the social media world. And half of this stuff that comes out, there was an article, I think today, the daily mail or one of those were like, Oh, photos of young women on the Epstein Island. And you look and they're like, it's obviously college age or above. So I'm like, what is the point? When you're showing me adults, you're not showing me like 15 year olds. Yeah. That's like, well, he was bringing these underage girls. It's like, but no, that's not worth it. And then the other story was like, well, the uh, Virginia Guffrey, who allegedly went out with Ghislaine Maxwell to nightclubs in New York to look for underage girls. And I'm like, well, there's so many problems with that mm. right there. One, if the woman that's out of the uk guffrey who's trying to sue uh, about all this stuff and i think she was like 17 at the time it's like can we not agree that maybe she was an adult at the time and knew what she was doing but Mm. you know again i don't know wasn't there but the whole well where do you go to look for underage girls well in the bars in new york it's like there's so many problems with that uh, you know, I haven't followed the story that closely other than I'm pretty sure he did not kill himself. No, no I would <laughs> agree. On, I'm on that side of the thing, you know, um, and uh, certainly I don't believe John McAfee did. 
Um, so beware. Yes. And it's so, well, it's so easy to be set up for any of this kind of stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Your phones are not secure. Your laptops are not secure. This, oh, hey, look, a bunch of child porn just showed up. Oh, it's insane. It's just insane. Yeah. So it's a very weird thing. But for these idiots, and they're probably both idiots um, when it comes to Kimmel and uh, and the football player dude, um, to be like, well, no, you were on the list or you're on the list. You know, it's like, who cares? There is no list. Yeah. There is no smoking gun. This guy was a rich dude who had rich friends. I mean, when Slick Willie was on his airplane multiple times, it's like, well, when Slick Willie is uh, behind bars, then worry about everybody else on the list. Yeah, sure. You know, the the thing with Epstein is then they never get to this. And I guess maybe they just don't know. Um, But. They say he was close to being a billionaire, not quite. So I guess is you know into the high hundreds of millions was his worth, and nobody seems to be able to nail that down. I'm like, what the what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, there are no there are no there are no secrets on Wall Street, right? You know, you know all that shit. It's it's very it's it may not be, you know. Um, the common man might not be conversant with uh, fixed debentures and derivatives, all that fucking shit, high, high end financial finagling. But none of it's a secret, for Christ's sake. And I'm sure you could you could grab pretty much anybody from any major uh, brokerage house and say, hey, you know, explain this to me. And you get a you get a reasonably good uh, explanation, other than Dave Ramsey, I might add. Um, <laughs> but 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 nobody seems to be able to pin down how the fuck this guy amassed this fortune, you know. It's really strange. And one of the things that I found utterly fascinating about him, I, I know that um, Dvorak was quite pissed off that uh, Alex Jones misquoted the number of stories on Epstein's townhouse in New York. He said at seven and only at three, like, who gives a shit? Um, but the, ta- the, the real story there was, was jaw-dropping, was Epstein was good buddies with a guy that invented, what, the Limited or the Gap? Was, was this Les- Leslie Wexner, I think, was the guy? That right, I think he was the stores? one that ran Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret, yes, and became, became you know, well into the billions with a B himself. And apparently, he, he was quite uh, involved either in business, personally, whatever, with, with Epstein. And, and I saw one account that said that the, the value of Epstein's townhouse varied depending on the realtor's estimate anywhere from 58 to 78 million dollars and wexner gave it to him (laughs) (laughs) now that's a gift what i mean what the fuck and and so i read this you know i read this somewhere i don't know whether it was wherever it was and and like they just let that lie there like a rock tossed into a swimming pool what the fuck you know doesn't that doesn't that require some exposition some investigation has anyone given you even any kind of a house other than lego darren no nobody ever gave me a house no you know waiting and even a yeah, and even to do this worth, you know, a billion dollars, seven, eight millions, that's that's not ass wipe to him. That's not a pack of gum to him. That's real money to him, seventy-eight million to a billionaire. It is. Sounds like a payoff for a certain favor that you couldn't you, put down I, on paper. I mean, I wanna know. I really wanna know. And of course, there are the conspiracy theories that it was all a government honeypot from a variety of governments, whether you think it was the U.S. or Israel or others or both that Epstein was working with in order to get information. Mm -hmm. You know, there is uh, a surefire way about getting information, and that's beautiful women. 
That's true. They get anything out of me. That's for damn sure. I'll just spill everything. I'll even tell all your secrets. Yeah. Like, there you go. Adriana Lima shows up. It's like, what do you want to know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. What do you want to know? So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> and these are the kind of things you have to remember. It's like, there. it's never, it's never as simple as, and the, the, the way anybody is making it out to be in this concept that if you're mentioned in one of these depositions and it means anything, it doesn't mean anything at all but it's enough in today's world and i think that says more about the fact that we've gotten to that point with the me too world with the cancel culture world that all somebody has to do is mention you in the same breath and all of a sudden you're like oh no i have to go i have to defend myself it's horrible accusation is tantamount to conviction it's fucking horrible you're right and that's where we are in this world it's really sick and wrong yeah and it's being done in order to push forward a narrative to bring the world where everybody wants it to be it's a beautiful I'll thing. That. I mean, yeah. if you were on the right side of what you wanted, but no, this is, uh, yeah. you know, unfortunately, things are circling the drain now. You see, you've got a couple of libido clips, and it's been a while since we've heard Scott. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can just let fly with uh, either one of those. What, I guess it doesn't matter whichever one you, you choose. They're both, they're vintage great Scott. They're, they're, it's back to the old Scott, you know, the one we, we know and love. He's beyond the uh, holiday glow. I think so, yeah. Good afternoon, America. Today is January 6th. Today is an anniversary of one of our most horrible, fucking disgusting moments in this country. It's the anniversary of an occurrence that happened about four years ago, when a whole summer, every day, BLM, Antifa, and other fucking scum-sucking activists tore apart every city in this country burnt every city down every day for a whole fucking year they infiltrated and burnt down federal fucking buildings state capitals they shut down destroyed looted set fire to all mom and pop hard-working businesses they slaughtered individuals these protesters they killed cops they burnt cop cars they threw rocks and bottles and molotov cocktails for a whole year what a horrible time and on this january 6th we will not forget this anniversary of that fucking travesty that destroyed this country he's not wrong he's not wrong it's again taking things through a slightly different prism insane you know i can remember when that shit was raging um basically you know los angeles was boarded up i mean really i mean ventura boulevard which is it's kind of like there's there's some big boulevards there ventura wilshire um uh, you know boulevards that sort of are as famous as fifth or madison avenue right both those thoroughfares which are long and and uh you know miles and miles long it was nothing but, but plywood over windows like what the fuck it, it, it was it was inconceivable and people didn't come out of the house i i parked a shotgun right by my front door um because the the, the, the cops are basically saying hey you know this could get really bad and we don't right. know how, how how stretched our resources will be so you better you better look out for yourselves folks i mean it's fucking unbelievable and is this J6 shit? Because a guy in a, in a fucking buffalo hat took a tour of Pelosi's office. We're supposed to be concerned about that? 
it's mind blowing. Yeah, the amount of people that were active between yeah. those Antifa led BLM riots to what happened on January 6th at the Capitol. Yeah. There really is not a lot of comparison. None. Now, there was some violence going on at the Capitol. There's no question about that. I mean, I saw the videos of the people with the fire extinguishers or whatever they were doing, trying to break through windows, but we don't know who those people were yet. No, we don't. And we've only recently seen the clips of the, uh, the Capitol and Metro police um, firing tear gas and rubber bullets, one which went right through some guy's face into the crowd, which it looks like, you know, you can always edit shit as we know, but it looked like that sort of uh, set, uh, set off the violence that people are just kind of, you know, you know, pumping their, their protest signs and shaking their fists and chanting and shit. And all of a sudden, when that started, when the, when the, when the pyrotechnics began and the ballistics, then it was on. Well, they're still trying to pin it on Donald J. Trump. Of course they are. Yes. The mm -hmm. records have finally come out. I don't know why it took this long, but just the news had the Secret Service logs. And, and Joey mentioned, I don't know if it's in the clip I have, because I've got a clip from Joey, but it was a long speech that he did. And I think I maybe clipped a different part of it. Okay. He talked about how Donald Trump, well, he was too much of a wimp to stand with it. He made other people do his dirty work. And maybe it is in the clip I've got, but <laughs> the bottom line is anytime a president is planning on going anywhere, it's planned out. I don't sure. think that's a surprise to anybody listening to this show with the secret service. It is very much frowned upon to vary from your schedule. Now, there are possibilities in a day where it's like, okay, he may want to go here. He may want to go here. If Donald Trump wakes up in the morning, any president, Joey wakes up in the morning, Joey could wake up today and think he might want to go to any of 20 different snow cone places to go get some ice cream. Mm -hmm. Well, the Secret Service is going to send people to all 20 of those locations just in case they end up going there that day. Sure. There was nobody sent to the Capitol. There was nobody in the books. The records, the logs for that day were always go do the speech. Go back to the White House. Mm -hmm. That's not the story they're trying to tell. Right. Remember Donald Trump, he grabbed his wheel and he wanted he to take the limo. Get back out. Take me in power. <laughs> uh <-huh. Yeah. laughs> it's like yeah. absolutely not true. Yep. Lies. The reality, again, that comes out of all of this stuff, Cash Patel. And others that were, you know, he was the White House liaison at the time, mm -hmm. said Donald Trump requested 10 to 20,000 of did. the National Guard members to be there on January 6th. That was, that was nixed by Nancy Pelosi. Yes, it was. Like, well, wait. So Donald Trump was so smart. He wanted these people to be violent. And he wanted them to try to break into the Capitol in order to stop the counting of the vote, he was so smart that he knew Nancy Pelosi wouldn't allow it that he preemptively tried to put 20,000 big dudes and women with guns in the way yes. of the people to get to the people in Congress. Since you're mentioning Pelosi, this might be a good time to run the uh, Biden on Trump and Pelosi clip followed by uh, Trump on Pelosi, because that's a great, 
he said, she said piece of, uh, or he said, he said, I should say rather, piece of clipdom. Uh, Trump is trying to steal history the same way he tried to steal the election. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that rich? <laughs> Trying to, well, I mean, let's remember. Steal history. Yeah, steal history. Let's remember that yeah. we were told by Michelle Obama that we were going to have to change our history. What's the difference That's between right. changing? That. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> so what's the difference between changing history and stealing history? That's the question. Yeah, yeah really. But he, we knew the truth. Stop. Freudian slip. He, we. He, we, maybe, well, maybe he Joey's we. got different pronouns. <laughs> maybe that's good. He, he, we. That's good. that's like that's like an ISO right there. He, we. <laughs> now you know what. Now, if I would have run into Joe Biden on the street today, I'd be like, "What are your pronouns?" Yeah, that would be, be a hell of an answer to get, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. He, he, he we. Uh huh. Something like that. He knew the yeah. truth. Because we saw it with our own eyes. We saw it with our own eyes. I know, it always sounds that way, too. It's like you, yeah. you can't enunciate yeah. one word at a time anymore. Yeah. So it wasn't like something, a story being told. It was on television repeatedly. We saw it with our own eyes. Trump's mob wasn't a peaceful protest. It was Trump's mob. That's Trump's interesting. Mob. No, it's Trump's mob, yeah. Now, who were all the BLM people then? Who who owned them? Right. Good question. If it's I Trump's mob, some, that's got to be somebody's mob. I mean, I know that's you're very right. politically incorrect to say owned, but yeah. if you're going to give Trump ownership of that mob, it's got to be somebody else's mob. Yeah. Who owns the Antifa mob? So I want to know. I do, too. Oh. They were insurrectionists, not patriots. Oh, they were insurrectionists. They were insurrectionists, says Joey. Mm. They weren't there to uphold the Constitution. They were there to destroy the Constitution. Really? Now, again, semantics and all. Yeah. But if the people that were there believed the election was stolen, in their minds, they would be upholding the Constitution. Sure. Now, I'm not making any decisions on who is absolutely right in this case, but it's in their mind. It's just like this whole case against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. When you try to prove it far more easier to prove that somebody is lying than it is to prove somebody lied and knew they were lying. Of course. That's the trick. And this is something that keeps getting glossed over in all of this stuff, especially with the Donald Trump thing. When you say that, well, he spread disinformation. It's like, but if he believed it, it wasn't disinformation. Exactly. And you got to give, you got to give Vivek rhymes with cake, yeah, you know, heavy props for having the balls to say that J six was an inside job. And, um, that was pretty courageous of him. And at the same time, I saw another thing after I saw Brett Weinstein on, with Tucker. He had on this guy, Clay Higgins, a congressman from uh, Louisiana. He's a piece of work, this dude. And he's been, he's been spearheading an investigation into this, trying to uh, you know, dig into the truth. And by his reckoning at this point, I remember he's the guy that grilled that shitbag Chris Ray, saying, did you have human assets right. within the, you know, and, and fucking Ray just blew smoke right in his face. It was really disgusting. Um, 
and Clay has been at this now for several years, and he says by his reckoning, a conservative conservative estimate is that the FBI had at least two hundred guys on the ground within and outside the Capitol that day. Yeah, even if there was nothing that was going to happen, this is how you police. This is part of the deal. You know, just like I think most people realize now, although I don't know if anybody ever stops anybody for shoplifting, but back in the day, there would be people walking around the store that looked like customers that were security to try to catch you doing something bad. Sure. Because that's how you blend in. This is when you have a large crowd of people, especially in Washington, D.C., I think you always have to assume that a X percentage of the crowd is probably three-letter agency folk. Probably. It would make sense. And to say, well, we didn't have anybody there. It'd be like, lie. Then you weren't doing your job. Yeah. And then the question has to be, well, did any of them help to incite the violence? And if they did, there's a reason why there are entrapment laws on the books of the United States. I mean, the the Gretchen Whitmer thing. Uh Point, huh? Right. So, yeah. Trump won't do what an American president must do. He refuses to denounce political violence. (laughs) Wait, no, he has actually multiple times. times. Many times. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So hear me clearly. I'll say what Donald Trump won't. Political violence is never, ever acceptable in the United States political system. Never, never, never. It has no place in a democracy. No. There he goes. You got a democracy. There's, there's jacked up Joey, huh? <laughs> that agreement chrome's kicking in right there. He's shaking those little bony fists. No place in America. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It can't be. This is. Stop. Insur- stop. This is where, you know, shame on me. I should have uh, had my thinking cap on tighter and intercut that with uh, Kamala uh, saying publicly, yeah, the, uh, the Antifa and BLM guys, they, they won't stop and they shouldn't stop because she th- clearly she thinks there is a place for political violence in America, doesn't she? Yeah, and so does Joey because he didn't come off. And I remember right. at the time there were people, you know, and I get it. It's the gotcha game. I understand that. But there were people at the same time that they're in the Donald Trump thing had a much smaller window. Oh, get out there and say, stop, say, stop, say, stop. People were doing the same thing with Joe Biden when the BLM things were going on. He said, Jack shit. Uh huh. You know, it's like nothing like tell him to stop. Nope. Nobody nope. would come out and say anything. Nope. So big talk, Joey. Directionist and pro-American. You know, Trump and his MAGA supporters not only embrace political violence, but they laugh about it. At his rally, he jokes about an intruder whipped up by the big Trump lie, taking a hammer to Paul Pelosi's skull and echoing the very same words used on January 6th. Where's Nancy? And he thinks that's funny. He laughed about it. What a sick. Okay. Here's more of classic Joey lying sack of shit, right? What he did was he's, he's a sick, and then he sort of he, he stifled himself and held his little fists up like, I'm not going to say a bad word. Right. But then it didn't, you know, Joey, when he was calling uh, Peter Ducey a stupid son of a bitch, he didn't stop there. When he's talking to a hard hat and told him he's full of shit, 
didn't stop there. But suddenly now he's, ooh, butter won't melt in my mouth. I don't say bad words. I'm the decent president. I'm Joey. Fuck you, Joey. Okay. So now here, the next clip is Trump. The exact thing. This is what Biden is referring to. And you can hear what Trump has to say about Nancy and Paul Pelosi. And you fucking tell me if he's laughing at that. And we'll stand up to crazy Nancy Pelosi who ruined San Francisco. How's her husband doing, by the way? Anybody know? And she's against building a wall at our border, even though she has a wall around her house, which obviously didn't do a very good job. So inquiring about how her husband was, was laughing that somebody hit him with a hammer. Exactly. Exactly. How is that? How is that mocking and laughing? You know, this is this is the this is the level of Biden's lies. He is absolute garbage. Well, he's a bag of protoplasm who I don't think understands what's going on around him. And people are feeding him stuff and telling him what to say. And uh, yeah, which doesn't help. Yeah. But even you know, even before the maggots are crawling out of his ears, which I'm convinced there are. I'll bet you if you looked at his pillowcase in the morning, it looked like, you know, month old hamburger. Um, but this was him as a, as a very young man. You know, he's always just been an inveterate pathological liar. Yeah, with a little uh, tendency for violent rhetoric. Yes, that too. But now that's bad. I mean, you can't have that. uh, You can't have that now. No, no. No. He was going to bring everybody together. I remember the the unifier. He was going to be everybody's president. (laughs) Now I have uh, let's see. I've got let's go with the Joey clips here. And see okay. which part I forget. There was so much to this speech. There's so it's, much. It's great. It's great stuff. It's the uh, Joey stuff that never keeps on uh, failing to disappoint. Well, I was trying to talk like Joey, but trying to be confused is harder than it seems. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe it's not. Maybe that worked perfectly. It's true. The push and pull of American history is not a fairy tale. Every stride forward in America is met with ferocious backlash many times from those who fear progress and those who exploit that fear for their own personal gain. You mean like the, the Biden family by any chance? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> if you're going to go for your personal gain. Uh, yeah. I do find shell it, companies. Yeah. Oh, I find it interesting. All of a sudden, once these stories started getting traction, that the Biden family took millions of dollars from foreign entities all of a sudden there were stories Donald Trump's family making millions from foreign entity it's like literally right. it's the what you accuse me of you're doing yourself thing yes from those who traffic in lies you mean like the democrats is that again he must oh, be right. who he's talking about there toll for power and profit again democrats hmm. for those who are driven by grievance and grip Again, the Biden family, (laughs) the the double cheese. Yes. Grievance and grip. Yeah. It's the the Biden family right there. Grievance. And that's really, that's their uh, family crest, isn't it? Exactly. Yes. Grievance and grift. Yes. Consumed by conspiracy and victimhood. From those who seek to bury history and ban books. Everything can be in a political event. Talking about book banning. Now, the interesting thing here, does Biden know the books that are being talked about are sexually explicit books in places where like five year olds can check them out? I don't know if he does. 
Oh, I think he does. The great, the, the, the sniffer in chief. Of course he knows. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, this is not about banning books of dangerous ideas. You know, like maybe the vaccine killed a bunch of people. No, the books that the Republicans are looking and they're not looking to ban them. They're not looking to make them illegal for sale in the country. They're looking to get them out of libraries. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between a book banning. Sure. And saying, I don't think this is appropriate for a five-year-old to check out yeah. of the library. Or get them the fuck off of curriculum in schools, which they are. Oh, that's true, places. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For presidential and a presidential election. Presidential. Presidential. You got that, Aaron? The presidential. You got We'll call him Zhizhum Joey. Let's get an audience with Joe Biden. It's like a fake language. You know, you want to just walk up to Joey and be like, choice and contest between those forces, those competing forces, between solidarity and division is perennial. But this time it's so different. You can't have a contest. You can't have a contest if you see politics as an all-out war instead of a peaceful way to resolve our differences. All-out war is what Trump wants. That's why he doesn't understand the most fundamental truth about this country. Unlike other nations on Earth, America is not built on ethnicity, religion, Geography, we're the only nation in the history of the world built on an idea, not hyperbole, built on an idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women are created equal. It's an whoa, idea. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, Joey. Joey, according to Joey, America is built on ethnicity. Uh-huh. And he, all he does is talk about ethnicity, white supremacists, and this, it's, 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 it's the first thing that pops into his head. When he starts speaking, his ethnicity he never refers to Americans as Americans and homogenous people. No, 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 no. He's so full of shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, the hypocrisy is hilarious if it yeah. weren't so sad. Declared in the Declaration, created in a way that we've viewed everybody as equal and be, should be treated equal throughout their lives. We've never fully lived up to that. We have a long way to go. But we've never walked away from the idea. We've never walked away from it. Until you, Biden. Uh-huh. And it was never been everybody should be treated equally throughout their whole life. No, if there's somebody that's a child murderer, do you treat them the same, Joey? Of course not. No. For Joey, but what? According to Joe, but anybody who's really not down with Joey's program is a domestic terrorist now. Isn't that correct? I think the so. MAGA, the, the MAGA extremists? Yes. Right? Exactly. He's the uniter unless you voted for the other guy. Right. And I promise you, I will not let Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans force us to walk away. And of course, everybody cheers. Oh, yeah, we're going to get those bad MAGA people. We're living in an era where a determined minority is doing everything in its power to try to destroy our democracy for their own agenda. The American people know it. No, I agree there, Joe. A small yeah. minority is trying to ruin the country for their own agenda. And you're their leader, Joe. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. 
It's like, again, this is that. I mean, I wish I could remember the Dutch way to say it, but it is. We got to, yeah, we got to keep that on hand. We we should do an ISO of Adam saying that and just hit that. And just pop it in every time you need it. Yeah, it's perfect. Because that's exactly what you had here. It's like, really? A small minority, and I believe it is still a small minority that are on the extreme end, even in the liberal world, but they're the ones in control. And once you control the message, then you have everybody rolling downhill because they are buying the Kool-Aid that you're pouring, that Donald Trump is a threat to democracy and he's going to ruin the country. Oh, yeah. Nobody can explain why he didn't do it, though, the last time, why he didn't stay in power. If he was all just planning. Well, they all said that. They all said they'd have to get him out of there with the fucking uh, the military. They have to blast him out of the, out of the White House. He, if I recall right, correctly, he left under his own steam, didn't he? Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> he even left Joey the little note and did the, all yeah. the usual things that they do when you're yeah. transferring power from one to the other. So everything they claimed he was going to do, he did not. I bet he'd like to revise that note. Maybe. It oh. was probably, I'm going to guess it was something probably pretty sportsmanlike, really. And if you could rewrite that, I would, I mean, if I was him, I'd say, fuck you, I'll be back in four years and kick your ass out of here, you bag of bones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, because that's, again, the, the sportsmanship of uh, the presidential elections have always been, you know, you fight for the four year, you know, you get your, right. whoever wins, wins, and it's a different, you know, you come back four years later and try again, but it's not this nonstop, no. which is what we saw with donald trump although we had previews with bush the younger whether you like him or not oh this goes back a long way you had it you had it with bush you had it with reagan you had it with nixon um they were all vilified and uh you know because really the 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 media being controlled by the left is not a new thing they've just become less adept or they really don't there's no reason for them to hide it anymore basically they just you know it's in your face now because they know they have a lock on it so this this is this goes back a long way yeah and it's not going to stop because it's what they have that's the playbook yeah Yeah. it is the concept of giving your message to try to win a political election is gone it's all negative all the time Mm -hmm. and it's interesting when you kind of look at this it's like when's the last time you saw a political ad that was positive and not negative sure it's been a while yeah now you've got or one or one that was facts and not feelings well everything's feelings now everything facts are irrelevant yes got migrants showing up everywhere no it's no problem we're still a sanctuary city mm. how's that going in new york is that what is the, the clip well, here scott for, let's have scott on on that right now yeah <laughs> on eric adams <laughs> yeah yeah Anybody else catch that doozy today by the mayor of New York City? Eric Stop. Adams? New York City, what? yeah. New York City. <laughs> it's a long time coming, yes. Yeah. I did. This fucker is saying that the reason that there is this mass exodus of New Yorkers leaving our city, going to other states, is because folks here want their children to go to states where they could see wild animals. I'm not making it. <laughs> Why are they crazy? 
I, I, you know, shame on me. I didn't look for that clip, but I want to hear that. It's probably very entertaining. I mean, there are several zoos in New York. So what the fuck? You know, you want to see them. They're right in Central Park. They're in the Bronx. There's a bunch of zoos. I know. I visited them all. I'd much rather have the big black bears and uh, sitting in a zoo where they can't get yeah. to me rather than out in, uh, you know, on the West Coast where you have the forest areas where it's sure. like. I don't want to walk into my backyard. I don't want to be all northern exposure. I don't want to be like, oh, no. boy. No. There's a grizzly. Nope. No. Shit up. Check it out. It's all over the news. Let me tell you something, fuckbag. I'm sure I've heard that before, but it's a great term. Fuckbag. I like that. He is definitely not in the holiday mood anymore, Scott. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the reason people are leaving this once great city historically is because of your jerk off policies adams because you want to stop people from eating pizza because you don't have the fucking goyons to stop this place from being a sanctuary city because you don't have the fucking marbles to tell these fucking da's to stop sucking ass of these criminals that are destroying this city it's your fucking fault, asshole. And let me correct you, sir. There are more wild animals running through the streets of New York City than any other place in this fucking country. Jack off. <laughs> Classic Scott. No, he's, he's wrong. I mean, I saw a uh, David Pakman clip where he was like, no, crime's getting better. The economy's really? great. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I saw I say a tweet from uh, Captain Air Jill saying the same thing. That, you know, crime's down. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. And again, if you say it enough, I guess maybe some people believe sure. it. Of course they will. I mean, that goes right along. I was just reading this. It's still even open on my on my browser here. Soda prices. and the sales going down it was said a new study published in the journal of american medical association jama and their health forum suggests that taxes that are targeting sugary drinks are having re, uh, an effect reducing sales and it looked at taxes in philadelphia seattle san francisco oakland and boulder the taxes range from one to two cents per ounce and according to the industry experts here, Scott Kaplan, an economics professor at the U.S. Naval Academy, the lead author of this study, it found that a price hike of 33.1% and a drop in purchases of roughly the same amount in all cities, indicating that for about every 1% increase in price, there's a 1% reduction in sale, which I had the flashbacks again to Glenn Beck telling me Cass Sunstein under Obama that they were not going to make things illegal. They were just going to make you nudged. They were going to nudge you in that direction. They weren't going to say you can't buy that big old Slurpee. They're just going to mm. keep making it more expensive until you can't afford it. Sure. It's not illegal, Larry. It's just more expensive. Not illegal to drive. Nope. Uh, the gas just keeps going up. Mm -hmm. Although I got to say, I noticed a station here yesterday for the first time i don't know forever it was a 293 a gallon i don't know what it is out in chi town you know when i left la it was still around five bucks so so you're right i'm sure joey's not pumping shit pumping that crude as fast as can be pumped because he you know they know they're in trouble and they're not so, talking about that the left isn't going to tell you about, 
No, they're not going to talk about that. So now it's like, fuck the environment. We need to win this election. Uh-huh. The goddamn oil. Yeah, sure. But now if the crazy greeny leftist realize that they will turn against them, which is kind let's of hope, funny. Let's hope, let's hope they do. And, and quickly. It goes down that whole category again of the left eating themselves. But you want to know why all these taxes? Why are there taxes on the sugary drinks? Because they're bad for you and you can't make that decision yourself. Yeah. And apparently uh, Adams thinks that pizza is bad for you in New York. So that's what Scott was talking about. And there is there's a line in New York when it comes to certain things. You don't fuck with bagels or pizza, man. No, 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 no. Bad idea. (laughs) You know, it's like you don't want to do that. No, no. Those are the foods groups. The two of them. That's it. They need their. Yeah, they're right. Those are the main. uh, You got a food pyramid. It's got pizza and bagels at the top. Absolutely. It's all you need. It's what I grew up on. So, yeah, sustenance. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. They're they're shit food, but you're not supposed to eat it 24 seven. Right. You know, all this stuff, you know, when it comes down to things like alcohol, it's like you're not supposed to drink it 24 seven. That will kill you. Not a good idea. Now, if you take a whiskey once, you know, every day you have one drink, that's probably not going to kill you. Well, you know, it's, it's so, you just, they just, I I can recall at the, uh, at the dawn of the, uh, of the AIDS crisis, some guy turned a very clever phrase in an exhaustive article written in the Atlantic. And he said, you know, since this thing began to ramp up every week, they, they etch this, the rules in granite. And they come back the following week with a jackhammer. And if you think about it, that applies to everything, you know, because for, I, I hear what you're saying for years. Didn't you always read, oh, oh, you know, one glass of wine a day is actually good for you. Right. You know? oh, I saw some. No, 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 no. Fucking, you know, not an eyedropper of booze. You know, you're going to want you to take years off your life if you do that. So they're constantly, constantly uh, flipping this shit around. I mean, I, I'm sure he calls a kid. Um, the big thing people thought it was so, so healthy to eat margarine instead of butter. Right. right. And then they found out that was all made from fucking, you know, plastic or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the fuck is, it ain't good for you at all, ever. You know? Well, yeah, when you take a fucking tub of margarine, you put it in your trunk, you forget about it, you come back a decade later, it's still margarine. Still margarine. Yeah. It looks exactly the same. Yes. And, and it can also grease your wheel bearings just as good as the stuff from uh, Pep Boys. Which, I mean, that's maybe why you should keep it in your trunk maybe <laughs> it's like butter way better for you You don't want to have a ton of it but you know yeah fresh yeah. butter yeah and then don't eat eggs and then oh wait a minute it's actually it's not so bad you can eat an egg they don't know what the fuck they're saying really no no and then they push all of these things that are allegedly healthier you know all the diet drinks and then you realize the diet drinks are the worst things you could actually drink yes and then people wonder why but i've been drinking the diet soda for a decade why do i weigh 500 pounds I remember some chick in college, uh, we would see her in the uh, commissary and, um, she would, um, she was, she was pretty well overweight and she would sit down and knock, knock down like a dozen yodels, but she thought it was okay. Cause she was washing him down with diet Pepsi. <laughs> so, you know, again, I guess it's all the marketing baby. Yeah. Yeah, but I got to say, I can't ever stomach any diet drinks because to me, they all, all have an aftertaste like pennies. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible. Yeah, just like it's horrible. It's like copper. So it's metallic. It's awful. Yeah, I can't. I can was never able to do the diet stuff. No. 
Now you have a clip here from Tina. It's been a while since we've heard from Tina. So good to have Tina back. And just like Scott, it's like the real Tina. The holidays are over, baby. (laughs) That Yuletide stuff's in the rearview mirror. It's just a dot at this point. And she's back and she's, uh, she's got it going on. Okay, so let's talk about Colorado and how afraid the Democrats are for us to vote, we the people. This isn't up to those third world cunts that made this decision, okay? This is up to the people. They shouldn't have a say, but they're getting all this out of the playbook of the communists, the communist playbook. Remember that. Once this hits Supreme Court, it's gonna be overturned, but if Democrats controlled everything, it would stand. That should fucking scare you. It should scare each and every one of you. What a joke that this decision is. Afraid to let us vote? It's just our decision. We the people. This needs to be reversed, needs to be reversed quickly, and it needs to stop. It needs to fucking stop. What are you afraid of? You're so afraid of Donald Trump. Why? Because our country was good under him. It was safe. It was flourishing. So like I said, Trump 2024, motherfucker, fuck out of here. And fuck you third world fucking cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now she's making Scott Lobato seem darn right festive. Exactly. I think that might we might have to to designate that as peak Tina. Really? Really? I mean, the intriguing thing on all of this stuff is I don't really think there's much of anything that would keep somebody ineligible for being a president if they're a citizen of the United States. I don't think there is a bunch of things that like, well, if you've gotten four parking tickets or if you've been convicted, I don't think there is anything that says if you have been convicted of a felony, you can't be president. Is there? I don't believe there is. I mean, the last time I checked, the only requirements for a presidential run over 35, a natural born citizen um, and have a pulse. You know, I don't think that. No, you can't. I, as far as I know, you can't. For a long time, you couldn't vote or buy a gun if you had a, a felony conviction. I think so, that's changed in some cases, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot harder. The qualifications to become a burger flipper at McDonald's are far more stringent than president of the United States. Right. Far more. Uh, It says here from ABC seven, the constitution has very few requirements to serve as president, such as being at least 35 years of age. It does not, however, bar anyone indicted or convicted or even serving jail time from running as president and winning. Could a president serve from prison? That is less clear. Now that would be even better. Can you imagine? I mean, immediately you would pardon yourself. So, I mean, there would be right. Right. Or, you know, have a have your Secret Service come and spring you have a gun battle with the fucking right, right with the the, uh, the screws at the, at uh, the prison. I mean, <laughs> my guy's got bigger guns than your guys. I've got I've got army, baby. Exactly. It's like, so what does that tell you? There's a reason why the country was set up in the way that it was. Hell yeah. That there were not supposed to be any barriers to who could run. Right. For president. Those founders had fucking vision, man. They really did. The fact that Colorado and other states, including Illinois, yay, Illinois. Yeah. 
trying to get Trump off the ballot. It is the least democratic thing that you can do. And it's sad when you look at this and it's like, well, he took part in an insurrection. It's like, well, where was he convicted of this? Even okay, let's let's even play the game for one second, knowing that even being convicted of taking part in an insurrection would not necessarily remove him from eligibility. Mm-hmm. But there has never been a conviction. This is America. You're supposed to be convicted of something before you do any kind of penalty for it. Yeah, innocent until proven guilty. Wasn't that the whole bit? Innocent until proven guilty. That was then. This is now. Because it's a threat to our democracy to dare exactly. let, you know, it's like this is then your country deserves to go to fucking shit. Yeah, well, it's all it's all filth, uh, you know, spilling from the same spigot. If you think about it, I mean, it's just this this ballot uh, taking people to the ballot is just another form of censorship, right? They're doing it on social media. They're doing it everywhere they can. And now it's just we're going to fucking negate you because we don't like you. Well, it's that's not going to end thing. well. Well, yeah, it's not gonna, no, no matter what happens, I, I you know, I, I'm seeing this more. In fact, I, well, I saw a guy. Uh, he was some bigwig at Morgan Stanley or one of uh, the Wall Street things. And he said what we've been saying for a while is that sometime um, between, I forget the, the window he said, it might have been like from mid-February to maybe Memorial Day, Joey's going to bail for health reasons. And uh, I, my prediction is it's going to be Captain Hair Joe. They're going to plug in there. So, yeah. Yes, and it'll, he's going to bail late enough. To, there's not going to be any primarying. They're just going to show up right. at the convention. Right, right, right. And be like, we need somebody. Mm-hmm. And assuming Michelle Obama doesn't want the gig, then yeah, I think it is Captain Hair Gel. Mm-hmm. If Michelle Obama wants the gig, then I think Hair Gel has to take his uh, his seat in the back. Yeah, I I don't think Michelle would have a prayer. I just don't. But either way, it's going to show a Democrat party in a state of disarray. I think because that's not going to be a good look, no matter what. No. It's like, well, how didn't you not see this coming? Of course, he's 18 whatever years old and he's been doddering for the last three years. Why didn't you see this coming and be like, only go for one one term? You barely are eking out the first term. Mm -hmm. Now, you've got a clip here. Harry Dunn for Congress. Do we have any? uh, Yeah, this this I tripped over this on X and my jaw dropped. (laughs) Um, It's a it's one of these cases where i'm really sorry that we don't have video um because this guy is some former uh capital police officer he, he as you'll hear him say he had a 15-year career which right from jump you have to say whoa, whoa, whoa now hang on a second um that's a long time to put into a civil service job and most of them after 20 you can pull a plug and retire with a pretty nice pension and bennies and you know it's it's a pretty good deal so you got to say so he's he's running for congress this guy okay and so what makes it financially viable for a dude like that to walk away in the home stretch of a career from a pension and bennies who's who's bankrolling him to give him you know the confidence to do this right it's very i find it very very troubling and so if you watch this thing in the video i'll try to just give you a thumbnail of what's going on he's standing there and i don't know whether it's rear screen projection or they actually um um I, no i don't think it is or maybe it is but they 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 shot this thing it's all fake footage from within the capital of people 
you know, kicking over file cabinets and statues and none of it's real. None, none of it is real. And this guy's in the middle of it. Like what? I don't know, like some superhero or something. (laughs) Well, this fucking hate mayhem is going on around him. And the bullshit that he's spewing is it's, it's actually, it's, it's Joey-esque. It's Joey caliber. Cause he actually says, you know, I, I defended the country. I chose self over danger, whatever the fuck it is. This guy's out of his fucking mind, Um, but he is running for Congress and it's very troubling. On this day, my role was as a Capitol Police officer. Stop. In this day. This is a word that always pisses me off. Nobody anymore has a job. Have you noticed that? Every day is a fucking role, which really a role means you're an actor. Yes. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but the first thing in this day, and this day, of course, was January 6th, is my role. And that sound you hear is people like, fucking smashing mirrors and kicking over tables all around him. It's really so it's, it's like insane. a bad reenactment is what's going on. Exactly. It's like a really bad, cheesy reenactment. Yes. Yes. Officer, I'm Harry Dunn. And that meant putting aside who I am, a father, a Marylander, a Democrat. Because Stop. Born- Could you figure that out? Because I played it five times and I heard a father in the beginning, Democrat at the end. But what was in the middle? Whatever. Could you that, figure that I, out? Let me try this again here. I think this they had a clip of this guy, I think, from uh, a no agenda yesterday where the oh, okay. the talking head that was interviewing this guy was actually crying, thanking him for his service. I think this No, 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 no. Was no, that, that was guy? another one. That's a different cop who also walked away from a career prematurely. Michael Fanone. He's the guy with the tattoos right up to his earlobes. You know, God, you know, he's 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 a total bullshit artist um and uh yeah that's that and that's the guy that was weeping and, and just just happened to have a big white handkerchief in his hand to daub at the tears that he shed over the sadness of j6 and oh, even yeah. fanone's <laughs> even fanone if you see the video that he's looking at this guy like you out of your fucking mind i'm i was there and i'm not crying you know really it's, i'm going it's for an emmy of, here come on it's, exactly yeah yeah holy shit let's see if we can tell what he says here yeah putting aside who i am a father a marylander a democrat a father a lavender um a manager i don't know i don't know what he's saying and i like i said i i I screened that at least five times couldn't figure it out so let's lower the let me lower the bass a little maybe that'll help here because it's uh they got that they got that beat going on oh yeah that that music that end of the world music Uh oh shit putting aside who i am a father a marylander a democrat a manager i mean i don't know there is yeah, there, i don't know i don't know that, that's not a real word a father a marylander a democrat a manager it, it is a real word it's a biden word something a cabinet uh cabinder savender it's it's uh <laughs> if you know what he's saying please 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 let us know yeah because i swore an oath to protect our constitution to protect our democracy it's what allowed me to protect some members of congress who i knew were bigots who helped fan the flames that started all of this how'd you know they were bigots exactly i i you know there's a lot of assholes in congress which ones are bigots i i don't think they publicly declared that any of them but is it on their website now like with maybe democrat republican (laughs) yeah i I don't know maybe 
I put country above self. There it is. I put country above self. Ooh. Allegedly, but now Allegedly, you're yeah. putting self way above. Way, way above everything. Yeah. The problem is a lot of them didn't. Some of the same people who stood behind us when we protected them went back on the floor of Congress and stood behind Trump. They voted to acquit him. And worst of all, they denied the violence and trauma that led to the death of some of my fellow officers. What? Um, I'm much familiar. Yeah. I want to know because I don't, uh, I, I can find no record of that. I couldn't stand by and watch. I had another role to play. Role. You got yep. another role. Yep. So his agent got him another gig, I guess. What's this role? I can't wait to find out. If he gets elected. <laughs> That's it. I used my voice to speak out, to get into good trouble. And a few weeks ago, I left the force after more than 15 years of service so that today I can announce I'm running for Congress. We can't ever let this happen again. And you've heard it from Trump himself. He is hell-bent on finishing what he started this day. I'm stepping into a new road today, but I can't do it alone. I believe every one of us has a role to play in this fight. So join me. We've got a democracy to protect. Now we have a democratic republic to protect. But I mean, great music. So who's bankrolling this guy? Who did the video? Who hired the, you know, the, the actors for the reenactments? Really, it's, it's, it's horrible, but it, it probably wasn't that cheap to do. Probably didn't do it himself. And again, how do you, the guy said he had 15 plus years in, you know, why would anybody walk away from that unless they had some pretty good, uh, some financial cushion of some sort? Because, you know, he might not get elected. Right. You need a guarantee that you're going to get elected. And I don't know yeah. where, yeah, where he's running and what the, mm-hmm. you know, what the competition looks like or what his odds are. I mean, obviously, you get a much better pension if you can get into Congress, but. Oh, yeah. Then you get rich. You know, then you can then take a lot of kickbacks and. Uh, right. Right. You know, but what did, I still don't understand what Donald Trump started that day. He made a speech and begged people to be to nonviolent. Be yeah. yeah. So all of this is all based upon things in, that are being added to the roles that are just not true. Right. And they add up. Mm-hmm. One thing gets on top of the other, gets on top of the other. Yeah. And. Let's see, I've got a clip two on the Illinois with the uh, with the gun laws and that we can probably skip Uh-oh. that one. That's uh God. It's basically just the uh, sheriff uh, somewhere. The police saying we uh, we're not planning on enforcing any of this. Good, 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 good. So what is, uh, you know, Pritzker, or the mayor say about that? Are they saying you damn well better enforce it or what's, what's I'm, yeah, this, I'm sure. Uh, but it's a bunch of these different cops that run all of these different counties in the state that are saying, yeah, we have better things to do with our time. Good. So these are sheriffs, I take it. So, yeah, are they or good? Yeah, because those guys are elected and they can actually do shit like that. So, yeah, good. Be like the law. You know, they're. they're the bottom line they're hoping for is to get this to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court knock it down so it can yeah, just get yeah. out of. Because uh, I guess at this point, the way that it's even put into place, 
if you own one of these weapons, you know, AR-15, whatever's on the list, that's a long list. If you own one of them, you were supposed to have registered them by January 1st with the state of Illinois. If you haven't, if you get caught once, it's a misdemeanor. If you get caught twice, it's a felony. But the reality is this is kind of one of those things where if you never get caught the first time, it, you know, the first thing is just going to be a slap on the wrist. So people are like, well, why would I want to offer this information? Sure. If I know that something happens and the sheriffs again are saying, if this is the only crime, then we're not bringing them in for that. What, what about that howitzer you got in your basement? Do you have to claim that? Probably. <laughs> If I had a rocket launcher, then maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be, uh, that would that'd be a lot more fun at the 4th of July, though, if you had a rocket <laughs> launcher in the basement. You, you, you know what I always wanted? Did you ever have or know anybody who owned a carbide cannon? No, but those things make a big noise. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I want to get one of those. They look like so much fun. Well, yeah. you kind of live in the Revolutionary War area now. You can have one out in the, maybe, out in the yard. Yeah, maybe. You're like, is that just ornamental? And you're like, nope. No, that makes big boom. Big boom. Put a lot of powder in. Yeah. <laughs> you put a, uh, probably something that won't go through the neighbor's house into it. Yeah. Got to be careful <laughs> where you point those things. I've only seen, I mean, a few of them on watching uh, Pawn Stars over the years. Mm. A couple of those have come through where people were trying to sell them. And I think they've bought a couple of them. And when they do the test firing on them, it's like, I mean, one, they had a hill and they put a bowling ball in it because, I mean, what else are you going to put in Right. one of these things? And the bowling ball, just like, I can't even remember how far it went, but it was amazing how far. Yes, I remember those guys. They did several videos out there in the Southwest and they were shooting bowling balls at stuff. It was very cool. I wanted to be a part of that badly, really. Sounds like a uh, Planet Rage meetup in the making. Yes, yes, yes. If you have a cannon and Larry's within driving distance, <laughs> we're going to blow shit up. Blow shit up, baby. <laughs> That's the way it works. Now, I do, of course, have a clip from our buddy. Uh, I was waiting for this. You never disappoint, Darren. Thank you got to bring in. I was looking through the last few, and I was hoping he would be all frothed up, but he's getting kind of... Uh, getting kind of boring he keeps going through mm. the same themes that's the yeah. that's the problem with people like keith yes he's got to keep entertaining us while he's being crazy still has the yes. big glasses though okay new countdown podcast is now live trump is now threatening the supreme court i mean really trump is threatening the supreme court because that sounds like exactly the right thing to do it does yeah and how do you threaten people that hold a position? that they cannot be removed from i mean i guess maybe yeah. did he threaten to kill him i'm not sure how he's threatening and, and why would you threaten people who probably will save you from all this bullshit yes which right because you know following the law yeah following the constitution mm. He's still using surrogates. They're still speaking quietly, but the message has now been delivered in public three different times. The Supreme Court has to find in Trump's favor on the 14th Amendment and on this presidential immunity nonsense or else. 
quote, they're trying so hard to look neutral that sometimes they make the wrong call, says Trump's lawyer Alina Haba about the Republicans on the Supreme Court. There's Stop. No- I'm still trying to figure out where the threat is. I haven't figured, but I, I just want to let you know that uh, that's a pretty hot looking attorney, Alina Haba. Oh, yeah, I've she's seen looking. her. Yeah. 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 She's OK. Trump knows that's what all. he's doing. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Says Trump's lawyer Alina Haba about the Republicans on the Supreme Court. There's no politics that should be involved in this. It's simply American. Haba also reveals she is a friend of Maggie Haberman. Haberman disseminated Trump's opinion on this last week. And another Trump lawyer has also said that it doesn't matter what the court decides, the people can overrule it. The subtext for Justice Barrett, Justice Kavanaugh. Oh, so it's subtext that Keith is getting into. Okay, all right. He can barely (laughs) handle the text. And Justice Gorsuch, do what we hired you to do, or you'll get what Judge Engeron and Judge Chutkin are getting. Plus, Disney's dilemma, Aaron Rodgers falsely connects Disney star Jimmy Kimmel to Jeffrey Epstein. On new Disney star Pat McAfee's new Disney show, Disney is indirectly paying Aaron Rodgers as well, and Disney's Kimmel is threatening to sue Disney's Rodgers. All that and more on the Thursday Countdown podcast. Now live, please listen wherever you podcast. Please listen. Um, Yeah, we talked about that. The Disney connection, not really all that interesting, except to point out that almost all of these people in the media are now employed by like one or two corporations. Which is really fucked up, but you know. And when it comes to Disney, I mean, of course, they've got, At this point, I think they still have ESPN. They own ABC. They own all these different entities. Right. So Disney's giving you the news when you tune into your ABC News. Mm -hmm. They're giving you whatever it is you get if you tune into ESPN. But I think it's another case of the left eating itself, just like the New York Times going after Taylor Swift. It's like, well, this is two people from the same big company, you know, going after. Yeah, so so Aaron Rodgers, what do they own his football team or something? Is owned by Disney or what's that? Or is it the ESPN? I think he's a commentator now. On, okay, got it. All right, on ESPN. Okay, and it's like all of this thing. It's like, well, we know there are no repercussions anymore for being like, oh boy, this guy's a pedophile. Well, n- nothing happens anymore. Nobody ever gets any kind of meaningful punishment for throwing out an accusation that's proven not to be true. Yeah, I guess. And this is also one of the issues with the new world order and the internet is really there is nothing that will ever be able to be done to hold people accountable because I think there's most likely always going to be anonymized speech. There's always going to be some way to post things that people can't necessarily track back to you. God, I hope you're right. If not, it's going to, well, if not, the internet goes away overall, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If the internet literally gets to the point to where you have to log in or something with an ID and everything that you post online is traceable back to your real identity. Mm -hmm. A lot of things change really quickly. But isn't that probably the way it is over in Chicom land? Most, yes. 
so so i guess it, it can be done then I mean, if they're doing it with a billion seven people um it must you know it's doable so it is as long as they can keep out the rest of the world which is you know the great firewalls for these countries that don't allow traffic in or out mm-hmm. and it can definitely be done of course then there would be all the hacking and everything else because at this point you can do that with a cell phone but then all i have to do is hack your phone and send the message from there and then yeah you know that's where the questions would kind of start rising from but hmm. for everybody that thinks it would be a great idea <laughs> if you could try you know all, all like, the hate speech would go away it's like but then like, everybody in an oppressive regime sure cannot get their voices heard it's like this is the authoritarian's dream like nikki haley yes mm. yeah i have no idea what her deal is she's stupid <laughs> you, you think that's the uh i think so yeah that's my assessment she's got money behind her yep and uh there's no way in hell donald trump isn't taking the nomination and, and if something does go wrong i have no idea where they go from there if something does go home, I hope the backup is Vivek at this point. He would have to be. He's the closest to Trump ideology, you know, in an ideologic yes. manner. Yes. It'll be fun to watch. It would be. Needless to say, we hope this show is fun to listen to. It is a value for value proposition. V for V. We are Bandrew's second favorite podcast. So, I mean. God, that's such a. We have to find a way. You know how, like, uh, you know, these guys sort of uh, punk or whatever guys, you know, like Stuttering John and and, uh, and uh, Stern used to do that to major news outlets. We have to find some way to get that, that Bandrew quote played by no, by yes. no agenda. We have to hack him. No agenda is good, but uh, <laughs> or our buddy No Parade, who also comes in today. Um, no Parade, yes. He, Adam Curry over on No Agenda Social posted a poll. How often do you listen to the show? I saw that and I voted. Yes. And, and smart ass Nobore said, "Uh oh, which show? I listen to all of the Darren O'Neill shows. <laughs> like, hey, don't get me involved in this. Now you're on to Adam's shit list. He, he said he hated you once. Now he probably does. I know. God, like, oh, no. don't don't poke the bear. Nobore. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, no, not that. But I'm like, thank you. Thank you for listening but it's the big show the media deconstruction by the way what's our troll count looking like today do we have a a a reckoning or anything i'm curious it was broken earlier let's see did it ever come i don't know what happened to doug it says 101 (laughs) right now all right i'll take that baby that's great over 100 okay good Good but coming in first and foremost this week our buddy sir sean of the allegheny valley with his 20 dollar monthly Sir Sean, thank you, sir, and Happy New Year. That is appreciated, especially we've been out for a couple of weeks, but we did drop yeah. that special Christmas episode. We did. It seems like it's been such a long time since we did a lot of shows. It seems like forever. I really missed this. I got to tell you, this thing is, I, I swear to God, I hope everybody gets as much out of this as I do, because this is really cathartic and, and, uh, and helpful for me. So there. We say all the things other people won't. That's what Andrew said, and he's right. <laughs> yes. Noberate came in with 10 bucks and he says, read in shouty voice. I'll see how much I have left here today. <laughs> Ni how y'all. 
Please accept my donation on behalf of my account at no underscore beret on the X, where you will find pointy chicks and Mopars. Coming soon, how to do stuff. Ten bucks is ten books, eh? I think he's trying to be CSB with the... Uh, Maybe, the shouty voice thing, yeah. Uh-huh. And it ends with A? He's not Canadian, is he? I mean, A. I don't think so. But I like his... <laughs> the, that, and it's really... Uh, it's a great uh, slogan. It's ten bucks is ten bucks, eh? Which it is. It is. It still is. And it helps. Yeah. Gratefully, sure when it comes to a, a podcast, ten bucks helps bigly. Bigly. As CSB Thank would you. say. Thank you, no beret. Captain Oblivious coming in with his monthly five fifty-five. Thank you, Captain. Kevin Seifert with the monthly five bucks. Thank you, Kevin. And uh, coming in with the boostograms, our buddy CSB with ten thousand satoshis, which right before the show started was like four dollars and fifty cents. So the Bitcoin is doing well. It is. Thank you, CSB, and welcome back. He says, "Howdy, Larry and Darren. Hello, podcast audience. I guess that's everybody else." I'm excited to share with you my blog full of amusing cartoons. To enjoy a good laugh, simply visit www.csb.lol and consider subscribing. Yo, CSB. There you go. Well, thank you, CSB. I'm glad to see you still doodling around. Yeah. At www.csb.lol. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friend Dame Jennifer coming in with the 333-33 twice. All right. The first time said Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, Dame Jennifer. the second one was in honor of Moose. It says Moose Boost, good boy. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I'm going to give him a kiss and a doggy bone for that. He'll be very happy. Everybody likes Moose. When you heard him at the end of that last Christmas episode, (laughs) I mean, that was just perfect. It's great timing, yeah. The uh, coming in next anonymous with 5150 Satoshis. That's like a Van Halen thing. It is. Yeah. Sir truck driver with the 3333. Thank you, sir. Truck driver and anonymous, whoever you are. Sir truck driver says pre boosting episode 107. And since today's 110, I'm not going to ask how he's pre boosting 107. <laughs> he may it's be probably a, just a time traveler, too. Exactly. He says he's taking a three-month break from social media, but is going to keep on boosting, keep That's raging, cool. and yes, you too, Sir Truck Driver. Thank you for listening in a, a social media um, break or whatever you want to call it is a great idea. It is. Everyone should do that. Everyone needs to do that. Yes, it's a great idea. It's like, even if it's just do not engage, do not, even reading social media. Yeah is God, bad yeah. for you mm-hmm. it's like you don't believe 98 percent of the stuff you're gonna see there so beyond beyond jokes i don't know what people go to social media for really i guess to be pissed off I maybe because you know it's you know it's gonna piss you off you just do you never leave going wow i'm so glad i read that once in a while you you'll find some somebody will post something that's completely fresh or you didn't know or you know will lead to some enlightenment and that then it's great but i think it depends again on the platform i mean i i do find a lot of interesting fun stuff on no agenda social but most of the time when i look at x it pisses me off so yeah it is the audience and uh, who is taking part makes a big difference and just don't get into arguments because you're never going to win i mean really to me it epitomized the social media arguments 
was that Bill Maher and Seth MacFarlane thing. That was kind of a social media argument, which You're is right. just going back right. and forth, throwing random shit that doesn't mean anything back at each other. You're right. Very apt. Yeah. Description. Real Waste. time. Oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Memes 1337. He came in again with 2702. Well, thank you, Memes 1337. Elite boosting the split. Merry Christmas to my favorite Rage Listen podcasters. I made the wife listen on this episode on a road trip. Uh oh. Uh oh. I always, I'm always curious to, to hear what the ladies think. Is there a, a ruling or a comment? What does he say? Reaction is quote, they waffle on a bit. There's no format or structure. What the hell is this about? That guy has a voice, though. Well, which guy? Which guy? Gotta be Larry. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe she likes the AM sound. Morning drive, Darren. And he has all the uh, the smiley face emojis and says, I don't think about the end game. I've got lots to occupy my mind. It's the rage that keeps me going. And that's a quote from Terry Pratchett. So thank you, memes. Yes. And thank you for making the wife listen to the show. Yes. No format or structure. We have a great format of structure. We talk. Mm -hmm. We play clips. We rage. We do. And we take little detours into our personal lives, which you really don't hear around that much. You know, I'm sure everybody was edified by your COVID adventure over Christmas. Yes. The, the fun. But that, I, yeah. Drink plenty of fluids. That is the plenty bottom line. If you get the vids. Oh, and I forget. Remember when we left, I was in search of a, a generator that hadn't been pre-used. Oh, right. The, right. Because Home Depot sent you one that was already uh, gassed up. Yes, that, that was gassed and oiled up. And I sent that back and they said, oh, we're terribly so. So they sent me another one. Crack that son of a bitch open. Same fucking thing. No Make way. Gas crank. <laughs> yes. So I sent that back. And then the third time, it was interesting. The first two times I talked to the customer service people, as you know, I got um, a, a Southern Bell Blanche, who was very solicitous and nice and fun to listen to. And then the second time I got some dude, and he was also you know, quite competent. The third time I thought, okay, I got somebody said, listen, um, uh, what assurance can you give me that this is getting a little repetitive? You know, I really, right. you know, it's very nice. And, oh, and the guys, oh, I remember the second guy said, I'll tell you what. I'll knock 10% off this one for your trouble. You know, so okay, I'll take that because it's, you know, $1,200 item. And that came, I said, can you tell me? He says, well, we'll put a flag on it that, you know, that whatever. But he could not say, I can guarantee you an unused generator. You know, so that, that gave me pause. And sure as shit, the third time it was same deal. Wait, you so have, called, have had three of them now and they've all. Three of them. Three of them. All of them have been reused. It's the most um, popular and, item to go rent, I guess. Well, my guess is this. I think it's probably like that because it was just tailgate season. And I think loads and loads of assholes say, oh, we're going to go do a tailgate, whatever. They buy one of those fucking things, run a shit out of it for, you know, a weekend and then say, take it. I don't like this because they have, a, you know, no questions guaranteed back. But then again, it's kind of on Home Depot not to then t they sell them that way. It should be right. sold as an open box or slightly right. used, whatever, you know. So, so third time I called. Now, this time I had to go south. We went down to Maryland. Uh, my, my wife's aunt was very, very ill there. And so anyway, I thought, hey, this thing is going to be delivered, whether it's got oil in it or not. It's going to sit on my front doorstep for probably a week. And, you know, it's going to get rained on or maybe somebody might. Uh, I'm not in L.A. anymore, but still, you know, it's a valuable item. It says what it is. Right. You can see that <laughs> from the street. It's see, not small. See that from the street. 
It's not small. I mean, fucking pinch this thing. Ignore him. So I called him. I said, listen, uh, I got another one of these things coming. Can you please not deliver it before whatever the day was? I don't know, January 5th or 6th, something like that. And this woman, Darren, three times, she said to me, okay, you need this delivered by January 5th. No, 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 no. I want it delivered <laughs> after Jan, because if it's delivered before that, it's going to disappear. Okay, so I'm going to set this. This has to be delivered on or before Jan. So I said, it just, yeah, it was like fucking, it was, it was unbelievable. It was like Groundhog Day. I said, you know what? Just cancel the order. Cancel the order. Cancel, 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 cancel. <laughs> so there we are. Yeah. <laughs> so I was waiting for the story of then the, a new generator showed up for free and you have nothing to worry that, about. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, here's what happened. Um, I, I subsequently, I ordered one from Lowe's. Ooh. And that's that's to be delivered tomorrow. So we'll see, I'll let you know next week. There's a, there's a cliffhanger for you. We'll see if they're any better. We had a really we'll good app. Uh, with low as the when we got the stuff so hopefully you'll have good luck with them i hope so i'm still waiting the you remember the taylor swift vinyl thing oh yes that, that they sent out. me four cds i had to send that back took forever yeah well so far they've sent me one vinyl instead of the four. Oh shit and i emailed again like can you just take care of this please and they're like well depending on whether we have this I went through the whole thing again whether we have stock or would you like a return and i'm like well i heard you were giving people free stuff so how about both how about you send me the thing and <laughs> refund it and i'm waiting on a response for uh i'm like how about both that seems like a better way to like go it. both yeah uh we did get a from our buddy surfer too during the show here came in oh. with twenty five thousand satoshis thank you surfer no message there but that is very much appreciated it is and that anonymous with 33 33 and says rage on will do anonymous thank you and uh we appreciate oh and then a screenshot here from surfer yeah we did get that one surfer i know the other day he was trying to send some stuff in and sometimes the podcasting 2.0 stuff can be uh it can be glitchy Mm -hmm. so always with a grain of salt if you want to help support the show, go to planetrage.show slash donate. You can use that donate button. If you want to use PayPal for a one-time or monthly, you can use the QR codes or wallet addresses. If you want to do the crypto thing, if you want to do the podcasting 2.0 Satoshi fun, just go to newpodcastapps.com. All the information you can possibly need is there. And we also have a PO box if you want to go the snail mail route. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust Uncle Sam. Are they losing a lot of your mail at uh Hit your PO it's, box. It's you know it's been pretty good. I can't I can't really complain yet on this end. So we'll see. I know we're renewing the box this month, and the prices, of course, are going up for this stupid oh, little insane. box. It's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. It's like 168 bucks a year now for like yeah. the little little yeah. little box. Fucking absurd. Uh huh. Yes. It's our government at work, man. I tell you. So help us just pay for the PO box by coming in yeah. with a really? donation for the show. But we appreciate everybody, even that just tells a friend that's the best thing tell a friend bring them along send them a link say listen to this fucking show we'll kill you exactly (laughs) we've got your family listen to planet rage that's the new thing we have to talk about that on the next show the chinese way of uh that's right of doing the uh kidnapping without actually kidnapping it's a genius it is now do you know what's coming up on this week's that larry show I haven't the foggiest, Darren. What do you got on tap for random thoughts? I'm thinking it may be a Taylor Swift episode and why the left is turning on Taylor Swift and the danger that maybe 
That's a damn good idea. And I'll let me throw something else in there in the grist pile for you, buddy. Um, I, you know, I, I am not dialed into her the way you are. But again, I got to say, I've seen it subsequently a couple of clips, the whole football, the whole uh, Kelsey, what's his fucking name? The guy, Travis Kelsey, is that his name? Yeah. I think that romance is totally phony. I really do. As much as a rock Hudson Doris day. Yes. In fact, yes. I was trying to think, what does that remind me of it? Uh-huh. Yes. She's like Doris day up in the skybox with, with the Jersey and the clapping and all this shit. It just seems completely art directed and fabricated and fake. And uh, my buddy, did you just pointed out during the show that in uh, one year, next year, next December, Taylor will be 35. So eligible to be president. <laughs> Whoa. Now, That's what a concept. country that would be, huh, Digi? <laughs> There's a concept. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know what you're going to hear on any of these shows. That, that's why you want to listen to them all Mondays yes. at 1 p.m. Central. Get to the Troll Room, trollroom.io. Listen live on the No Agenda stream for Planet Rage. And then in the interim, you can catch up with me over at Random Thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B Thoughts, and Larry over at thatlarryshow.com. And that way, no matter what, you can always get your rage out. Yep. We'll see you next time. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit!